0: We got to that time again Fucking Incense Zen These fucking guys dude These fucking guys are like Oh well Let's Let's you know Give good smelling things To people that watch the podcast Fuck you Incense Zen Get out of here guys Fuck off you think we need your fucking
1: incense money to fund this? It's paper, dummy! It's paper! It's just paper! Oh, you
0: want to work out a deal that helps us, you know, keep the podcast going and people get to burn cool sticks in their house and make it smell better? Fuck off, dude. Is it's your phone no. going off? Yeah, fuck dude. you, too, dude! I'm not even picking it up! I'm yeah, not at- ad- we We're Sen Sen. not starting
1: over! Fucking leave the phone call in here! Dude, do you know why we keep working with Incense Sen? It's because, look at that, they gave us nothing to say. They yeah. give you a coupon code, and they say, go ahead, throw it in there. Incense Zen, I will, till the day I die, is the coolest fucking company I have ever worked with. Absolutely. And honestly, I have used their products. They sent me, like, samples and stuff. Their incense, it smells fantastic. It's you great. Get, you get 20 sticks for $1.99. They have tons of flavors. Well, you don't eat them, dipshit. I do. <laughs> I do.
0: It's really <clears throat> fucked with my colon. You but. are not supposed to consume those. They told me, no, yeah, it's not. They don't. They say don't eat them, but <laughs> but I don't sometimes know. I just keep. <laughs> but Incense. but fuck incense.
1: Honestly, they're such a cool company. The dudes we talked to there are so nice. Their product lasts a long time, and it's pretty quality too. So please help, so help support us, and help support incense Because that is the best sponsorship that we
0: have ever worked with. Coupon code Eddie Gus is the one to use. Eddie Gus, and not Gus Eddie. Gus Eddie does work, but uh. And the prices are the same, but I think the deal is better if you use Eddie Gus. And I'm just not going to let Gus uh, join in or, or say anything else in the ad, so enjoy the episode, guys. No, don't don't don't, don't 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 do any. Enjoy the episode. Oh, what, a, what a good ad read that Gus and I already filmed, and that was an ad read that I already know what we said and did, and I know it was funny. Today, we have a, a guest that is a close friend of ours who I love dearly, who I'm in love with, and I'm telling him for the first time right now. He was on The Walking Dead. He was on Shameless. He starred in the Blair Witch movie. Almost James Allen McCune.
1: Hey. Hey,
2: hey who, brands. That who, was very sweet. That was the sweetest intro anyone's ever given me. Oh, uh
1: we didn't try hard at all i really just kind of winged it it wasn't really googled your name beforehand i didn't even know your last name yeah
0: we've been calling you jamie and i was like is that the whole name is like share or like jamie (laughs) (laughs) the artist formerly known as james what's up jamie how you doing God
1: damn.
2: Oh, I'm sorry. it is
0: intrusive? Just so you guys know, before we started rolling, Jamie started purposely doing that. I'm not doing anything. I'm just trying to get comfortable here. You're going to annoy audio listeners so much. Stop! Sorry, this is the worst
1: intro ever. I, I love, too, that... So, Jamie, fuck you. Die in a ditch or a hole. You know what Your song, song that was?
0: What's that? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I don't think that's a song. I just can... I'm reading the comments Tailspin. in my head now. They're
1: like, don't Tailspin get Jamie
2: Tailspin is the on. second best theme song of all time.
0: What's the first? Gummy bears. That's a good <laughs> one. here and there and
1: everywhere. You know Yeah, the gummy
0: bear song? No, I'm that's, that's DuckTales.
2: Dude, DuckTales pretty good.
0: Oh. No, wait, no, sorry. That was Crazy Frog. Sorry, oh, sorry. That was crazy. <laughs> you know, I love, too, that Jamie, like, <clears throat>
1: who was instrumental in helping us set up the podcast, the first episode was like, make sure you take those labels off your water bottles so you don't get a <laughs> And he's just fucking munching down on obviously Pringles.
0: No, Limited are. time only Pringles.
2: <laughs> It's like a IHOP. They turn the the pea upside down, and it's Pringles. It's the most immediate snack of all time. Well, yeah, I had it's like you know, that, but they didn't do that, and it's on camera. <laughs> I have a hard time. Where's, we don't have any gaff. I'm gonna set it down here. I had a siti- I had a situation at the 7-Eleven where I was just going to take a look at the new fun new flavor of, of Pringles that. Uh, I, I, I spotted from her, from outside. It's <laughs> like, I got to look at that can. <laughs> <laughs> like, there I'm, there I'm, like, I'm like, I took a, I took a quick peek at it and then uh, ooh, butterfingers and it just clacked on the ground. Like I was intentionally trying to get everybody's attention with the can. And I was like, I guess I'm
1: buying this now. I'm going to walk down the candy aisle. Like I meant to go down there instead of just trying to hide my face from everybody. Have you ever had to buy something really dumb? Cause you broke it in a store in accident? No, I have. I, have. <laughs> I was yeah, at. at, at I was at. Well, this was a terrible lead-in, but I was at a, a spelling bee when I was in like sixth or seventh grade with my dad. Was driving me like to the spelling bee, and you we broke s- the words, and you had to buy them on the way. I broke <laughs> it. I broke, it. <laughs> I broke the bond with my father. Um, <laughs> that no, we were, a we were, very <laughs> traumatic story for them. <laughs> thank you not to laugh at it. I just smell the fucking seven-layer dip <laughs> chips. <right> Dude, <laughs> <laughs> right. It tastes just like seven-layer dip. Does. It really does. It's <laughs> too
2: close. It's like the problem with with ranch chips. They had they have the ranch ruffles right. This is fucking riveting. We had ranch ruffle chips that were fucking perfect because they didn't quite taste like ranch, but now mm-hmm. they taste exactly like fucking ranch. Really? Isn't it he the close. guy that
1: played the Hulk, Ranch Ruffalo, or what? <laughs> I don't no. know. Myself? You can't oh, get no. mad no. at me. You can't get <laughs> mad at me for <laughs> driving
2: down the road and you going like, I'm going to look at the menu, and me saying, yeah, is there a whim in you? And you getting mad at me. You can't do that. <laughs> right, it's a wash. I want to put it
0: on the record that I
2: don't do those ever. So, mm-hmm. Well, see, that's why our relationship is about here when it could be here. Strained. We haven't crossed a line yet.
0: Gus, what were you saying about
2: your
1: father's <laughs> broken relationship with you? So we were driving to a spelling bee and we stopped at a gas station and I just was going to the back to the bathroom and I knocked a couple shot glasses off that had oh, like no. big titties on. <laughs> Dude, if you buy cheese at the end
2: of the story, that's the most Wisconsin story you can no, tell. No,
1: they were like, it was like, they said like, what happens in Wisconsin stays in Wisconsin. So I, my dad had to like buy four broken titty. <laughs> shot for me. <laughs> 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 <laughs>
2: sorry i'm here to oh it jesus christ uh, <laughs> the fucking, that is so fucking funny dude but yeah, that's uh, all that was my childhood. <clears throat> that was my childhood. Just it's titty imagine. shot glasses. Yeah, uh, he's the king of titty city. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I love that sketch so much. It's a sketch from the Ben Show. If you guys don't know it, the, the Ben, ben sh- I never hear anyone talk about the Ben Show, but they, it had some quality sketches. Just well, that what?
2: sketch alone is fucking incredible. Yeah,
0: and also the one that I maybe don't want to say the title of right now. But go. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: so, Jamie, what have you been working on recently? What uh, What are you up to? these days
2: uh i am a, a currently a producer of sugar pine seven it is a rooster teeth channel um which has been very interesting i'm still also acting um and whatnot i don't know it, it's it's a it's it's a weird i have a weird g- career i think in a lot of ways but lately the main gig has been like producing mm-hmm. i'm trying that out it's a new hat I'm putting on. Yeah, that's if cool. they say
0: you're very good at it, that's why I this podcast that. is rolling right now. Yeah, <laughs> that's why really, why this episode is going. That's very <laughs> sweet of you. I love the. Uh, I love my credit. Was it executive, yeah, executive, executive, executive producer? producer. That
2: makes me real happy.
0: I don't know if anyone's put that on the IMDb yet. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even think it's a. It's, it's a, a title yeah, that's new. People <laughs> are just waiting to add our podcast to uh, IMDb stuff. <laughs> <laughs> What's funny is the executive
2: producer credit is usually saved for people who help fund a project mm. and mostly and a producer is just like just producer are the ones who like help put it together and stuff so executive executive producer it sounds like I have funded the people who funded the movie That's <laughs> the, what the, you did the podcast <laughs> he paid Especially for the hospitals, hospitals. like, like I sell
0: our back <laughs>
1: race <recently. laughs> yeah. everyone thinks I'm loaded <laughs> so Jamie, I want to ask you, you, since you do wear so many hats, like you say, acting, producing, and writing stuff too. What is your favorite part? Like, what is your favorite task to do? I mean, in show businessy stuff. I hate using mm. that term, but you know what I mean. I mean, I mean we are in the business <clears throat> of show.
2: I don't mm-hmm. think that's uh, reaching. I, man, you know, I've been asking myself that a lot lately because I feel like I have had multiple existential crisis crises because I've been trying to figure out that. Like what do I what do I actually care about? Because truthfully, the the lifestyle of being an actor is, and again, I'll never sound I never want to sound ungrateful. So if if ever I do, just know that it, it comes from a, uh, a I, I'm I'm fully aware that I I'm, I'm, lucky to have ever gotten to work at all uh, in any of these with any of these hats, in the first place. But I um I. The life st- I love the job of of acting. I hate the lifestyle. It is mm. the most crippling, emotionally destructive lifestyle, um, y- you can live outside of, of being a sex worker. <laughs> I think, you know, it, it's it's a very. I think they're very similar in a lot of ways. I will never compare my struggle to theirs because you know, that's a very different kind of mindset. But like the, I'm I'm, it's basically like yeah, selling yourself and like trying to. But but instead of having any control over that, it's like waiting for somebody to call all day long. It's like when you have a crush on someone and you've you're trying to like move the relationship forward, and you text them one day, and it just says red for like three days, and you're like, maybe they'll text back today. And that's like all you think about. That's my entire life. That's the entire career. Like you go on these auditions, or like you hope for an audition in the first place, and then if you get one, it's like you get all of these like different steps of feeling like oh maybe maybe this is the one or something like that. And it's crazy because. You could, you could win the lottery. Like I have had friends who just like all of a sudden one day wake up and they're making like thirty grand a week or something Damn. like that.
1: Mm. Um, Sex workers or what? I ain't gonna.
2: This, I'm not gonna divulge other people's information, but <laughs> yes, <laughs> um, <laughs> sorry what you're saying uh, they. Uh, it's it happens. Like you you can you can overnight become a, a huge success, make a ton of money and stuff, but. Um, or or you just you sit at home all day and you just like wait and, uh, and what's crazy is even if that stuff does come it goes away right away and people stop you know you you immediately stop working once you've had the job and stuff. You never know if the current thing you're doing will be the last thing you ever do and that's really very frightening. Mm-hmm. So it's interesting. So I've been trying to figure out like okay, if I if my day-to-day is really that frustrating, what what do I actually
1: enjoy about it?
2: That's it's a, a hard question.
1: Yeah, what do you do to kind of like occupy yourself between, like, if you're between traditional acting or performing projects like that? Um, yeah,
2: producing has been really nice. This is the first time in my acting career that I feel like I have some semblance of control um, with my with my day to day. Because I, I I've just been like, you know, I'm gonna dedicate myself to to being an actor full time, and it's it, you know it's you just wake up and you just wait for someone to call you and you can't leave Mm -hmm. the state you can't you can't gain too much weight you can't lose too much weight you can't get a fun haircut you can't get any tattoos you like you have to kind of stay the way you look in your headshot and just kind of like hope that somebody's going to call you and shit and it's like that dedicating yourself to being an actor full-time is like spending a lot of money on classes and just waiting and i i I was so miserable doing that that now getting to be a producer is kind of it's it's fun because it's it's creative, and I, I have I have more control than I ever did as an actor, and I you know I really do appreciate that. It's very stressful, uh, but it's, it's something. It's amazing what having just a structure to your day, even if you're doing stuff that you're not crazy about, like the difference that makes. That's why I have so much respect for you guys. You can get up and like don't have self-start. any respect for for me especially. No man, you guys you guys are incredible. <laughs> you blow me the fuck away. That's what I love about YouTubers. I am obsessed with the YouTube community. I love it. I've always been really really into it. I think I've been more passionate about. YouTubers than I have about actors. And yeah,
0: fun fact Jamie slept with most of us. Uh, I mean,
2: that's the main way that I got to be an executive, executive producer. <laughs> <laughs> On the show, he's the full, first executive was for sleeping with
0: Gus, yeah. and the second <laughs> <one> was <laughs> for sleeping <with> he's, <laughs> he's like, he's I, like be, I don't
1: want to do this anymore. And yeah. we're like, we'll add another executive <laughs> to your uh, you want, <laughs> <laughs> All right, you got me, boys. You want the golden toilet of titles <laughs> at the end of the credits?
2: <laughs> like, I do. <laughs> um, yeah, I uh what was I saying? <laughs> I interrupted
0: your very nice thing to oh, joke no, no, no. about yeah. you sleeping with me.
2: I have so much respect for you guys and and just YouTubers because you because you you basically you ha- you you were doing it for yourself and you're fucking getting up and pushing through shit and you're getting rid of all of your distractions in your home, which is the most distracting place of all time. And it's um Outside of a Seven Eleven in Wisconsin, when there's titty mugs, and uh, mm. it's you're you're making you're making shit like that's that's incredible just to be able to make. St- I have ADHD, so the act of like accomplishing stuff is gargantuan. So I have the most respect in the entire world for for you guys in particular because I know how hard you guys work. But the YouTube YouTubers as a whole, I just I'm I'm in awe of. It's like Ninja Sex Party was on Conan the other day. Did you see that? Yeah, that was awesome. Oh my I God. was so, I was like on the brink of tears. I was so fucking excited for them. I'm so fucking excited for them. They Like Danny just, I don't know him personally. I know people who know him and it's just like, I don't get starstruck I don't, about actors. I don't give a shit about actors. But like, uh, like the fucking, uh, there's, certain, there's certain YouTubers. That I'm like, I, that's like Linus Tech Tips, uh, Game Grumps. Like there, there's certain people that I'm like, you're fucking titans in your in your field it's incredible mm-hmm. i I, and I just it's so exciting to see you guys get the especially you guys you guys are blowing up it's nice to see that you're getting the the respect you deserve because you work so hard it's it's, it's so cool
1: well thanks dude i appreciate thank you it. man yeah. Yeah. no that's the thing is it you're, you're an incredibly comp- complimentary person too i, would, I won't bullshit you I, I you know i'm not saying stuff just to get close to your ass to blow smoke
2: up it I, I i just I, you're going for that
1: third executive
2: yeah. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> one day he's like if one i can day. just get closer to their asses <laughs> I, just, I just want the little emojis around the executive, executive
1: producer um uh, no i i wouldn't say i wouldn't say anything if i didn't mean it uh well thank you dude i yeah you know it's interesting too like Looking into, and I've said, I've talked to both of you individually like a lot this week too, where you just go through these periods as YouTubers where it could seem like, you know, th- sometimes we would give off the illusion of being prepared or like hardworking with stuff, but there are spells where it's like, at the end of the day, you are your own boss and you make yourself do 100% of the stuff that you have to do. And it's like this last week too, I just was like, I have so much shit to do and I feel like I just wasted so much time. Just, you know, you, you wake up and you sit in your room and you're like, oh, I gotta do all this stuff. Fuck, like, I'm behind on this stuff. Mm. And, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah. thank you. Anyway. Thank no. you. <laughs> <laughs> but you do it, you know? Like, you, you well, get I mean, shit done. Eventually. Yeah. Yeah. At the end of the love, final hour, you know? Shit, I gotta upload. And it's like, I still love shooting stuff, but sometimes I just let it slip with that. Do you get that, that way? Like, your projects are bigger, though, too.
0: Yeah, well, that's why the procrastination can be, like, pretty bad. Because, for me, it's like, with there's videos that... I'll even chip away at and they'll be like I'll get like a minute done that day when I planned on finishing that day mm-hmm. and it's not it's never the mindset of like oh I got a little bit chipped away and it's a week till the upload it's like you fucking idiot like yeah. why did you not get it done and why did you play Fortnite and then Spider-Man and then Fortnite again you <laughs> idiot so that's that's kind of what that that is for me Yeah, because yeah it's the longer ones I don't know what it's like to do the shorter ones that's the it's we've always talked about Um, that we have the two different stressors with our stuff. Yours is to constantly come up with something new for the idea. And then the execution is still difficult, but, like, the editing is pretty quick, and then it's out. But it's, like, thinking of it and keeping that schedule is a lot. And then mine is, like, having this big one thing to, like chip away at, and it's just, like, guilt the whole time. But I think yours is harder to do. See, my, yours stresses me out more. It stresses me out to hear
1: yours more. <laughs> yeah, because I'm like, fuck, I, I would just overthink it so much. Whereas like uh, Your your uploads are, like, event uploads, and my mind was like, there's a new editing. Ish, like, but- ish. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think of my own videos, ish. No, but it's <laughs> like, yeah, I would put so much into that one thing, whereas mine's like, this is kind of a dumb joke. If it sucks, I'll have another video in, like, three days, you know? But... <clears throat>
2: That's that's so interesting that's to life. me. It's like you, it, but it's it's also really indicative of your individual personalities too. You know, like I think that you both have, like I think the three of us are very, uh, we very similar minded. Like mm. we, we all we all kind of function, I think, as far as the way that we analyze things. We talked about this before uh, off mic, but like, you guys are kind of doing the same thing in a lot of ways, which is really fascinating to me. Like you're you're commenting on different aspects of life and different parts of, of existence on the internet. And, you know, you, you, you talk on a whole uh, litany uh, about a whole litany of things in a very detailed uh, in-depth, um, in depth way and with a very critical eye. And you're doing basically the same thing, but in 30 seconds, like you're, you're, mm-hmm. you're, you're finding little anecdotes about the, Universe as a whole, and you're kind of like farting on him at little moments at a time. It's a little I toots. and that. That. <laughs> a big turn. I'm just <laughs> tooting, tooting along. All the <laughs> I'm just tooting on the digits. It's so true. And it's like you know, you're both holding mirrors up to the the viewer, which is really cool.
0: Well, thanks. I, yeah, I respect that. One one question to both you guys then with with workload stuff. Did you guys were you good at like doing homework in school no. and like getting stuff? To, I was fucking terrible I at it. I didn't do it. Yeah, i just same.
1: didn't. I mean, I was always of the work smarter, not harder, like mentality, mm. which royally fucked myself over. I just, I stumbled and limped my way through the school system. I barely passed college. Wow,
2: I, th- I would have thought that you would have, would have really passed with flying colors.
0: You see, you, you're Nightmare. so smart. I wouldn't think so. No. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, I mean, I, the thing is, I feel bad because I, I'm, I'm so constantly torn between resenting like any school shit and then not wanting to like hurt people. And I was surrounded by such loving teachers and professors. But I also kind of like manipulatively, like I knew how much I could like slack off and I was never like the Mm. screw around kid, but it's like, I knew I could at the end of the semester be like, can you help me? Like cut me some slack. Mm. And I felt like such a piece of shit every time, but I passed, you know, like, Mm, I mean in college, genuinely, this is not an exaggeration. I would be surprised if in college I did more than 20 hours of traditional homework for my entire college thing.
0: Like outside of
1: like art projects and shit, you know, like taking homework home, I probably didn't do more than 20 hours for the whole time because it was like I'd show up to class and I'd quick like wing in and get like a C minus on something. And I like I just pass with C's and D's and stuff, too. And like I could justify in my mind like, oh, I was doing YouTube stuff, too. I wasted so much time hanging out with friends and stuff, too. But like at the end of the day, I passed and I didn't really like burn any bridges. So Mm, that was way too long of an answer. What, What about you?
2: I No, I, I was the same way. I was the same way, except the difference is, is that I wouldn't ask for help at any point in time. Mm-hmm, I would just same. kind of be – were you really? Yeah. I, I was just resolved at, at points to just kind of like, oh, I, guess, I guess I just – this is going to go poorly. Like I kind of – it was a good test for uh, how much can I passively absorb uh, without paying much attention and uh it it turns out it's the bare minimum to pass all my my shit and i'm very ashamed of that because i'm now very interested in in these things that i completely glossed over but i feel so i feel like i feel like i have so little information in my head and i'm I'm really like i'm really bad i'm really not book smart in any way shape or form and it's very embarrassing i can't hold but that's that's one of the things is like i i finding out i have i found out i talk about this kind of stuff a lot on, on other podcasts um so i apologize if somebody's like heard me somewhere else and I'm, I'm repeating myself but like i i found out that i had adhd last year and it was a fucking revelation it was like oh that's why i i always felt like i was just a huge fuck up like oh my god i i just didn't learn the way everybody else did and nobody ever cared enough to be like why aren't you why isn't this working for you and it's it. I just it breaks my heart to think about how many people out there who are like creative types who just like who just don't learn the same way as everybody else who are just kind of like. Uh, it sounds like the way we we all were. we were like, I'm just not good at this. I'm not smart. I'm not capable or like whatever. And it's so far from the truth because you guys are two of the smartest people I know. But it's like the system isn't built for us to learn that way. And it's a it's a damn shame. But what were you? What was your was your experience was similar was it like well
0: yeah it was especially i think with something like math for me which i know a lot of people it's like it's kind of it seems like everybody i ask is either like yeah i'm naturally great at math or people are like i'm fucking terrible mm-hmm. and the thing was for me growing up i was good like really good when i was very young and then it just seemed like i would like slowly fall behind and fall behind and like hitting walls where it would be i'd have i'd be in like an accelerated math going into high school wow. and i'd have like a c+ plus. And I'd be like kind of struggling and I'd be like, oh, I just can't do this. So I dropped down to the next one. I'd be like, I'm going to, this is going to be easy as hell. C plus in that class too. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, this is something about how I'm retaining this information. And especially with math, I was like, I feel like I can't ask anybody because everyone in class are my friends and I feel like they all know what they're doing. Yeah. So yeah, I even got to a point where, um, I just didn't, especially my senior year, I didn't take a math class cause I was going to community college and I was like, oh, I want to go to community college and then film school. And I just asked my counselor, I was like, Do I need this? And he's like, Well, um, <laughs> uh, it's not really on the court. Like, you don't, it's not required. And I was like, Okay, drop it immediately. Like, yeah. I don't want this. Yeah. Um, and I remember even my junior year of high school being like, I'm, I can't, like, every day trying to listen to the lesson and being like, My brain just keeps going, like, No, you can't retain this. You don't get it like, yes. at all, which was frustrating. That's my exact situation. Mm-hmm. Like, so I mentioned
1: the spelling bee and shit before, but like spelling and literary stuff, like I was so far ahead of everyone else. And math was laughable, Mm -hmm. like borderline five grades below everyone else at any given time. I was just terrible, but I was good when I was young. I could add and subtract Mm -hmm. and hold that shit in my head, but I couldn't do anything. And again, another example where I should have really kicked into gear and be like, well, maybe I got to do one of these. Um, I took four years of college, and I had not taken a single math class, still haven't since my sophomore year of high school, and the highest I took was, like, Algebra two. and I limped my way through. I had to go in early for school every day to meet with the math teacher personally to help me get, like, a C- in that class. Wow. I barely passed, and I went into college, and I had to take more math shit, but I was like, "There's no fucking way I can do this." So I I worked with. I shouldn't throw my mom under the bus, but she helped me with this. But like we went to uh, uh, there was a high school class I took called personal finance, which was incredibly helpful. Why isn't there shit like that? Right? Why isn't that Every a core class? High school should have that. Mm-hmm. Why isn't social skills a core
2: class? Why isn't taxes a core class? Yeah. Why aren't they fucking teaching people shit that they ne- they actually will
1: use? Yes, and that's what that class was. It was like, here's how you balance a checkbook. I wish I knew. Here's how that. you budget. We and sort shit of had like
0: one in in our. And mm-hmm. I don't know if it's Illinois law. I've forgot the name of the class specifically but um health and that were like they were optional classes not optional but you had to you choose them at one point in the four years and everybody just chose to take them uh during summer school of their first two years to get it out of the way so for Mm -hmm. illinois i think it's required but that's not the the country
2: yeah that needs to be it just boggles my fucking mind how people don't have we're we're not we don't the school system's basically unchanged since Mm. like what the Fucking sixties or something. Yeah, like, I think no.
0: elementary schools change a lot more. I hope so. But I think middle schools and, and high schools change less. I than say they that like do. I know what I'm
2: talking about. I don't. But like you know, the, it seems like the biggest change we've we've had since back in the day is we spank children less. But you know, it, it's coming back. Boys. It's coming it's back. back. George is <laughs> bringing it back. Let's, yes, bits. Let's, let's put some fucking nails I on a board. Hurt it. people. Let's, let's scar them for life. I, I just, it's crazy, dude. Like I, I just. Look, if you're if you're if you feel like you're fucking up and things aren't going well in school and that you're a failure and that you just can't fucking do it because everybody else around you seems like they got it figured out and uh, you don't understand what you're going through and why you're different, and you're just kind of faking your way through everything and you just can't focus on stuff. It's okay. That's you're not the worst parts of your day and you're not the things that you can't do. Just find what you're good at and start fucking working at it that's what's so cool about you guys is that you 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 were like okay not school but like what what gives me worth outside of that you know just find, i didn't do i didn't do that i think i like fell ass backwards into my career I got very lucky but i didn't like aspire to anything as a kid mm-hmm. i just didn't understand that i was capable of anything nobody ever ever everyone called me stupid growing up cuz i just didn't understand i didn't understand how to do the stuff everybody else did and i just mm-hmm. kind of resigned myself to being like i guess i'll just you know fade away and like open a lawn care business or something like that. I didn't know what I was going to do.
0: I think when you're young too, you think that that is going to be the most long lasting feeling of your entire life. Yeah. Cause especially, I don't know how uh, the atmosphere was in your schools. Mine was like, I think the best, like the best performing class our high school ever had. Wow. So it was like every fucking person I looked at was like, Getting ready to go to fucking Stanford. And it's like, right. guys, oh. I'm going to community college and working on YouTube. Yeah. Like, holy shit. But yeah, I think when, when I was younger, I really thought like, this is going to fuck my entire life. They to- Well, they tell you that, too. Yeah. They're like, this yeah. is going on your
1: permanent record. And you they think, like, really scare you. Oh, my God, they do. Even the, I remember the transition from middle school into high school, how serious it was. Like, hey. You have to learn cursive. Yeah. All the letters <laughs> yeah. stitched
2: together, and you can't even read the difference between an N and an M. It's going to be fucking horseshit if yeah. you don't learn how to do this. You're going to have to write everything like this. You see how you can't read your mom's checks? That's on purpose. You've got to figure it out right here, right now, and if you don't, you're going to get fucked every time you try to do anything because everyone uses cursive. Like, uh, can you please write print on this <laughs> SAT uh, essay that you have to be four fucking paragraphs full of nothing but print
1: letters. You cannot use cursive. It can't even look like cursive. Yeah.
2: Like what the fuck, man!
0: I <laughs> love that contrast. Yeah, the turnaround uh, between enforcing cursive and basically banning it was. Yeah. So I want to see like a cut of two different moments in my life of my second grade of them going like, guys, you'll need to use this. So like we're learning it in third grade and them am going like, well, when you sign for a house or something to when I got my license for the first time, I signed it and I go, oh, I'm sorry. My name is Edward and I accidentally put in cursive Eddie and they were like your signature doesn't matter whatever the hell it is. And yeah. I was like, what? And they were like, you can write a, the guy literally says, you can write a smiley face if you want to. And I was like, what? <laughs> what the fuck did I learn all this for? That was great. Like, dude, I don't fucking care. Yeah, that's what, I signed for anything now. It's an E and then a bunch of scribbles and then a B and a bunch of scribbles. I spent it a lot of time matter. on my
2: signature. I'm embarrassed. Really? I'm just, that's the stupid fucking like drama kit thing. Like fucking one day, I'm going to put this on a picture of myself. <laughs> one day somebody's
0: going to sell this Taco Bell receipt for forty dollars. Oh, dude, my my
2: mom—I think she Google's my name once a day, which is very sweet. But she she found after The Walking Dead happened, she found uh, that uh, people had been taking my—I had been getting like fan mail for the first time and stuff. And so I was sending like headshots out, and my mom found them on eBay. (laughs)
0: Oh my god! I,
2: th- I don't even—I don't know if they're still up there, but it was the saddest thing in the world because there was like three of them, and they were all like fifteen dollars by it now. And she was like, "Look, they're selling your shit," and was like, "This isn't exactly how I pictured it." Yeah. <laughs> head, just some fucking scalpers who
0: pretended to be a thirteen-year-old girl in the hospital, who happy to send her fucking. <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> or it is the thirteen-year-old girl in the hospital, and she's like, "I'm gonna make some coin, some coin while I'm rich." It <laughs> um, <laughs> Did it sell yet, mother? <laughs> <laughs> Nobody knows this fucking cowboy hat cracker is. <laughs> <laughs> what the, I feel like, especially uh, uh, we know you, so we know a lot of you know these stories. But I would, do you have any like cool stories you want to share, especially from something like The Walking Dead or Shameless? Because I know people listening like definitely would want to hear something like that.
2: I um yeah, dude. Like I. It's it's so strange. I have a very like conflicted. Um, my brain, I'm very conflicted about talking about The Walking Dead. I think I've talked about you, this with you guys, mm-hmm. but like talking about The Walking Dead, it feels like I don't really have ownership over that because it it was my first job and that was extraordinarily lucky. And like, um, you know, I have friends who've who have been who would kill to be zombies. So I'm very lucky. I never want to talk shit about my involvement on the show. I keep I keep doing this. I have to like put like a, uh, a preface. <laughs> yeah, like mm-hmm. don't call me a spoiled shithead. Uh, Because I know, but like there's, when I got on the show, I I I didn't realize anything. I didn't know anything. I didn't know anything Mm. about what I was doing or what I was up to or whatever. And like the show is in a very strange transition period. So I was originally going to have a more involved storyline, I think, than I ended up having. But what resulted was me just kind of, for the most part, just like me bopping around um, and, and not really. Accomplishing much, so I feel kind of weird about being like I was on The Walking Dead because, like, yeah, I was there for like ten episodes, but I, I really just kind of, I didn't creatively uh, contribute much to the story. Mm. So I feel, I feel very strange. I don't feel like I have ownership saying I was on the The Walking Dead as much as you know, like Emmy um, could have, or you know, I. Was, but, but that said, it was still probably one of the most rewarding parts of my career by far because it was, I think the best thing that could have happened to me in my entire life to begin with, just for my longevity as an actor, but also just as a person. Like the, the cast, they had uh, don't know if this is still the case. I haven't met a lot of the new cast members, but they, they had, they had like a no asshole policy, uh, you know, and everybody was just a good fucking person. And Andy, especially, um, who plays Rick, he, on multiple occasions would, would really just kind of level with me. And he, he would, he didn't really like breaking, he didn't like breaking character. Like, you know, he wouldn't drop his accent. He, he wouldn't mm. always, <clears throat> he wouldn't always doing the Southern accent, but he would still do like an American accent kind of vaguely, he was not like walking around, you know, all gritty and shit. Um, so, he, but he would more or less kind of be in character most of the time, but he would drop character and like really kind of like t- level with me about stuff and kind of encouraged me to like, you know, when when you're a leading man, you can do this and like really talk to me like I was gonna do something one day, and that that I think was like he taught me how to be a leading man mm. and what to do um, when I'm being looked up to in general, and you know how to hold myself and like Stephen uh, Yun uh, who plays Glenn, like he he I, I owe so much to that guy just by proxy. He like really showed me how to be like a good dude and like how to <clears throat> how to present myself uh in in the job and stuff and i i just you know they all really sat down with me and showed me how to how to do this shit and it was fucking invaluable because like when i have have leading parts after that um all the stuff they they taught me like really you you don't you don't think about it you don't think about what kind of an effect you have as the actor on set but like having produced stuff now and kind of been on the other side of uh, production, I've realized it really just takes. And this is, I think this is true with everything. This is something Andy said. Is like uh, it takes one crappy attitude to destroy a set. Mm. Just one person in a bad mood can destroy an entire set. Um, and as number one on the call sheet, uh, people are going to look to your attitude as a beacon for how everyone's attitude should be. Mm. So if you're having a bad day, you have to be Mister Optimistic. You have to push through and really. You know, show up and work through it and stuff. And it's true because, like, I've had, I think maybe like, two days, where I've worked, and I've uh, had bad attitudes. And I've, uh, you could see it, you could you could smell it on set. Everybody everybody's feeling the way you're feeling. And I think that that isn't just beholden to being to the actors. I think that that's I think that's the case with everything. You know, mm-hmm. I, having been responsible for actors as a producer, it's like. I have to keep these fucking people happy, you know? If they're not keeping their own attitudes in check, if, I, if I'm if i not helping them stay happy, the whole thing is a fucking disaster to slog, slog through and stuff. It's like, you you really gotta have this, like... It's not lying, it's just, you're the most optimistic version of yourself when you're making something. Because how often do you get to make shit, you know? It's mm. like, this is this is so fucking cool, and it's not hard to have a good attitude and believe it's gonna, you know, go well and be fun and stuff, but, like, um, if, if you were... <laughs> We were shooting something, and uh, some of the actors were like, uh, "We were like, do you want anything from the store, or anything. We do like a, a run, and we're like, let's get some Red Bull." <laughs> uh, my first instinct was like, "We need to get Red Bull." They're joking, but they don't think they need Red Bull. But if they don't have Red Bull, mm-hmm. we're going to need them to have Red Bull. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's yeah. like if they if they if they joke about it, they're getting it because it's it's it would take one like one person can be like, oh, I was kind of hoping that there'd be some Red Boy. Yeah. Everybody yeah, yeah. else to be like, yeah, that would have been nice, I guess. Maybe they're not thinking about our best interests or what we want or, you know, it's, it's, it's how, it's crazy how quick people can shift and how that can shift an entire room. But, uh, yeah, no, I owe so much to those guys and girls and just everybody on set for uh, putting me through like boot camp on that show. is incredible. And that's not how every, the, the other jobs that I've worked on, there's nothing Nothing like the that set. That set was full really kind people who worked so fucking hard. Um, and they just they really were huge examples for how to not be a dickhead.
1: When I you, love hearing stuff like agree. that. That's just how I like <clears throat> hearing stuff like that when people are cool on a show.
0: Yeah, so that was the the first time that you were like on ca- like a traditional like camera doing something, right? Because you'd done stage acting stuff, but that was the yeah. like first. So was that first day like the most nervous you've ever been. Cause I feel like that is fucking terrifying. Yeah. Cause
2: I was a huge fan of the show. So oh, like, okay. I, I like, like meeting everybody was so fucking surreal to me. Cause mm. I had, I had you know, <laughs> I'd seen all these people like just Google Gail Ann Hurd is the producer of the show. <laughs> like, just Google her. What she has done is pretty much shaped society for our generation. I think in a lot of ways, like the fucking Terminator movies, like dude, really? Yeah. yeah. What? I didn't know that I didn't either until that first day damn and I googled it I was like <laughs> suddenly my pants are chock full of shit <laughs> you're yeah, like shaking so her hand like, everyone like... hears it
0: from his trailer yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <I'm>
2: like, ah! <laughs> hey is Jamie ready to go <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> suddenly my pants are chock full <laughs> of shit I'm gonna need a moment uh, it's a Hershey factory
1: downstairs <laughs> <laughs> Jamie we're rolling right now <laughs> <laughs> pooping um, you just keep the southern accent you don't need to do that radio voice like this just stay
0: in character, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Again, I'm, still rolling.
2: I, I seem to have uh, taken shits in my britches. director, The director, <laughs> the the director
0: was, like, walking past the trailer, and he hears that, and he's like, I have an idea. And it's, like, a serious moment. Zombies are rushing in. Like, Rick's going for his gun. And then just right on frame, Jamie walks in. <laughs> Suddenly, my pants <laughs> are chock full of shit. <laughs> Perfect. Cut. <laughs> the motivation
2: was there. He was feeling it. He was in character. The man actually shit his breeches.
1: <laughs> um, so there's a fucking producer meeting. How quickly can we kill this guy? <laughs> about as quickly as he can shit his breeches. Breeches. <laughs>
2: <laughs> uh, no, I was fucking nervous as shit, uh, especially because um, again, I was a huge fan of the first season, uh, and I I remember pulling up on set, and I just met Emmy. And she and I were kind of in similar boats. Um, I later found out that she was on Broadway and, like, did all this other cool shit. So she was way more experienced than I was. So I, you know, she is – I fucking adore that girl. She is so – she's so – I feel like the word talented is kind of disingenuous to how hard people work because people feel like if you're talented, you just get shit. But she, she is not only talented, but she is really fucking dedicated. And, um,
1: that's Emily Kinney. Emily, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Amy, yeah. Yeah. yeah Amy, Emily, she Emily plays uh, Beth right mm-hmm. on the show.
2: She did. Yeah. Yeah. Is she's <laughs> spoiler. Uh, oh. shit. No! spoiler. <laughs> that was a few years ago. Um, <laughs> Sorry, boys. I didn't see it live either. <laughs> <laughs> but she and I were kind of like, you know, like shaking in our cowboy boots and shit. And, um, in the distance, because we were on the field at uh, the the farm that we shot at, uh, and it's just like expansive Georgia landscape that just rolls for miles and miles and stuff. And in the distance, I could see like this, there's there's this like little like raisin just like jogging around in circles around trees and shit. I'm like what the fuck is over there? And it's fucking Andy Lincoln. <laughs> and he's he's doing laps in his cowboy boots and stuff. Um, he's covered in fake blood and he's he's getting actual sweaty before the the scene like it's the scene where he's carrying carl up to the thing that was the very first thing we were shooting Mm. uh, was his approach onto the farm and he is in between sets he's got his headphones in and this tiny like pink ipod and he's listening to like country music and shit and he's jogging in his cowboy boots around the farm and um i was like i was like who's that you know and they told me uh and he sees us he sees the van and he looks over and he pulls his earbuds out and he comes over and that's the first time uh, I had the first time I met him was him he, he was in, in character he spoke in his actual accent and like he that's a really big deal like he was he was in it you know like he was mm. getting ready to go and stuff and he he dropped all of the progress he had made for the past, like, I don't know, like, hour or something like that, of him just running around just to introduce himself. That is wow. so cool. It was fucking, it was huge. It's like the, I. it wasn't lost on me, the gravity of doing that kind of thing. It was huge. It was this, And it was, it's such a uh, testament to his character. And, like, there was nobody, there wasn't any cameras, you know, watching him do that. Or, like, you know, he wasn't trying to impress anybody or anything. He's just a good fucking person. That was, that was huge. Um, Yeah, so I was super fucking nervous. But, like, m- that introduction was, like. Oh, this is this is gonna
1: be good. <laughs> yeah. Um, it was really cool. It was very, very lucky. Yeah, that was that was really, really cool. No, that's awesome. What what would you say is the uh acting work that you're the most proud of that you've done on any any project ever? Oh man. That's hard. Cause I honestly
2: I'm not really proud of a lot of the stuff that I've done. If I'm honest, like looking back. Like again, The Walking Dead, I really didn't contribute much, and whatever I did do was kind of like I was really I was really kind of I, I didn't really I didn't really know what I was doing so there's really not much to it. I'm the most pre- I, and shameless. I, I really I feel like I it was the first thing that I really could take ownership of because I had an actual like I contributed to the story you know I mm. I affected a character in a way that wasn't just like I'm I'm in the the background you know zib zab and with the props I was actually like with. Uh, the story and stuff. Yeah. It had a character.
1: And, um, Is that why you died on The Walking Dead? Is because you're trying to fight like that? zip, z- <laughs> zip zap, Yeah. Zap. Zip. Stop.
2: You're <laughs> supposed to zap. Oh, um. I'm
1: getting eaten.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, However, will I survive? I love that. I've shit my
0: pants. <laughs> yeah, I was Shitted thinking farted. that actual. <laughs> 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 I'm thinking of the actual shit scene that, you know, I've seen before of you. And just suddenly my pants are even more. More shit than before. I didn't clean up the shit from earlier. (laughs) It's like a country prom. It's chocolate fondue. Inside of my breeches. I'm trying to gross the zombies out so they lose their appetite. (laughs) These dungarees are full of
2: ho hos. (laughs) Um.
0: (laughs) Um. Classy podcast.
2: Uh, what were we talking about? Poop and yeah, um, proud stuff. Oh yeah, shameless. So yeah, no shameless. I I, I really like what I did there. My the character was a little special, and I loved him. I thought he was super sweet, and it was a, he was a piece of me th- that was uh, like ten years younger. And yeah, I I kind of based him off my nephew too in a lot of ways. And it's like it might not be like immediately apparent that I was doing something with that, but like emotionally I really felt really connected to what was happening there. That was a real super uncomfortable set. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> if I'm honest. Well, was you say that. Difficult. Did I have I, not, have I not told you about the uh the situation
1: on that show? You told me a little bit about that, I think, in the past. Oh, when we at the American, it was a long time ago. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So for those who don't know, I played right. a oh, character
2: yes. named Maddie Baker in the fourth season fourth and fifth season of, of, of shameless <clears throat> and my character is like this real sweet um kind of uh loner kid who gets uh involved with a the the young one of the, the i think the youngest girl of the family i think she's i don't think there's anyone there, there's like younger boys but yeah the youngest uh, girl of the family and she doesn't realize that i'm in my 20s and I don't realize that she's like 13 so she's like 10 years younger than me (laughs) Hmm. and she's like 10 years younger than me in real life too so the character progressively gets more and more involved with this character in a way that gets a little more romantic and confusing and when we find out each other's ages it gets real wacky and um it's a way to put it. Yeah. We'll find out what happens <laughs>
0: next time when you put an adult <laughs> and a child in room. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> a room.
1: Oh This up. So, so <laughs> you're supposed to
0: zip back at me. This is an
2: improv game. Get ready. Uh, big booty, big booty, big booty. <laughs> oh yeah, what's up, big booty? Um and it was a little uneasy. She she's when you're a kid on, on set, you have uh you have to have your parents behind the camera, and, mm-hmm. like, you have to go to school uh, after a certain amount of time, and you, so, like, and you you also can't be on set for a certain, uh, for longer than a certain period, and so she, like, she's, like, in, like, a nightgown trying to, like, seduce me and stuff, and her, like, actual dad is behind the camera. wow. Great guy, really sweet dude, but it's there's just something about the patriarch of the family just, like, staring at this 20-year-old as he's being, like, grinded on by a child, we have lost a prop. <laughs> one, oh, of the, one of the little triangles. Oh,
1: did one of the zoops zap down or oh, whatever? Oh, that's If zip, zap, zap
2: was a shape, uh, it would these. be these. Yeah. Um, damn. It's the, uh, Harry
1: Potter. <laughs> <laughs> good. That
2: was a good improv, man. Thanks, dude. You <laughs> zopped. I <laughs> zopped. You took, you took anyway. that prop and you zopped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's a, that's a...
1: Anyway, you were zooping? <laughs> yes.
2: <laughs> um, yeah, so it was just. It's it's un- it's uncomfortable in that situation. and I tried very hard to, like be cool and be like it was pretty weird right um just because i didn't want her to actually feel like i was enjoying it in a weird way yeah and i realized mm-hmm. there was there there was a moment and i'm kind of i'm kind of proud of it um in a weird way but i i realized that i was probably making her more uncomfortable like i probably she's probably not under i realized she was probably not understanding that i was in character in a lot of ways, so I think she was made to be aside from just being like this young girl in this very adult environment, doing very adult things and having to be in the public eye and stuff. Aside from those things, it might not be apparently obvious that she's that I'm not actually interested <laughs> in her. Mm. And uh, the way I realized that was the director of one of the episodes, a really sweet woman, she, she came up to me and she started talking to me, like, So, where are you from? And what do you do? How long have you been doing this? And mm-hmm. I was like, "Oh, she doesn't realize that I'm f-
1: fully functioning
2: adult." And oh, yeah.
1: like not like <clears throat> special needs at
2: all. Or, yeah. Wow. Because yeah. I really tried to, and again, I, that's like, I, I, I'm, I'm really happy that that I could have that effect and stuff. But it was still like, I had this like realization, like, "Oh, fuck! What if everybody's not aware that I'm in character and they mm-hmm. just think that I'm actually this perverted." guy who's just real slow and it's like enjoying this intimate shit with this kid and stuff and so i like i like talked to her i like dropped everything and i was like yeah so um <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's when i realized yeah, yeah. like i don't know i would not consider myself like method but even like encroaching into being in it just i'm just not a good enough actor to be able to like go back and forth really quick and so it was it was like i i, I can't imagine how like daniel day lewis could possibly be full on in character 100 fucking percent all the time because that was that scared the shit out of me it's like i don't want people thinking that i'm that guy yeah like, he's a nice guy but like that's a fucked up thing for people to draw conclusions of but you know so it was like oh, yeah. uh i had to like drop everything and be like yeah, so uh, here's a you know like I <laughs> like a very like tried to use yeah. a lot of like like two dollar words and like.
1: <laughs> oh, had a great
0: week! I mean, my 45 year old girlfriend. Went yeah. to- <laughs>
1: so I was uh, drinking a real nice whiskey.
2: Uh,
0: uh, just in case, here's my high school diploma. <laughs> as you can see here, I am attracted to adults. <laughs> <laughs> here's my attracted to adults license that we all carry around. And as you can see, I've shit my pants. <laughs> Do you not have? Your license? <laughs> <laughs> oh, How old know. are you? It <laughs> um, was a
2: union shoot. <laughs> but, <she laughs> but uh yeah, that, that led to a lot of uh awkward there was just an awkward a lot of awkward shit in mm. that show. And it ends it very awkwardly as well, mm-hmm. the my my character arc. Uh and that was uh hmm. it was an interesting interesting time. I'm very proud of the performance. Mm. Uh but I do think that the um the this, it's it's just there's there's a there's a catch with like everything that I've done, and I really feel like with Blair Witch
1: I just I just didn't get it. I don't know. I you don't, did, like didn't understand it, or like what do you mean like? Oh, you didn't hit it. Like you're proud of it? Yeah, I felt it. Like I think emotionally,
2: it's so interesting because I think emotionally I was there, but like it didn't play on screen. Mm. Like I, the, I I worked really fucking hard on that movie, and I'm very proud of the work I did on it. But I'm really not I'm really not proud of my performance in it. It's just some... it's, It's crazy how that can happen. Like, you think... You think that things are going one way, and then when you watch it, you're like, oh, fuck. Um... I don't know if you guys have ever had
0: that. Oh, well, I was just going to say briefly, I have not seen the movie yet. Have yeah. you seen it? I have it? not, but when we saw the trailer, too, I've told you this already in person. I'm, like, a, a lot and long, but I still, like, love you as an actor, and I think that you have this gift of, like, making you seem believable, even though I know you personally. So, even when I, like, saw the trailer for it, I was just like, believe it right away. Yeah. Aww. So, yeah. Thank I, you, man. So, you're... F- fuck you! <laughs> go and it's, go?
1: No, that's just it too. Like, um, I've not watched your stretch of Shameless. I watched the first episode that you were on. I, I was already, I was already all caught up on The Walking Dead. As soon as you tweeted at me, you know, a long time ago, I immediately recognized your profile picture. Oh. Um. But like, but when I watched the episode of Shameless too, you immediately just dissolved into like, oh, that's that character on screen too. Oh. But, uh, but for Blair Witch too, I haven't seen. I mean, I maybe watched the trailer a long time ago. Um. But that is going to be so different knowing you so well and then just watching you like because especially at this point like we know you so well and then you're like the star of this like horror movie (laughs) Mm. it's gonna be so like strange to that connection you know
2: yeah my goal with that character was to just be as and this was a fucking mistake but I I I wanted to be me I just wanted to be Mm. like it just felt like I it was, when I was, like, reading stuff in the auditions and stuff, I was like, I just get this. Like, this feels like me. And so... And then the the character was even named James. Like, they named it... um Actually, I think that they had named it that prior, uh, but they... I, I can't remember what they said, if they if they had changed it for me or not. But, like, it was a different name while I was auditioning, and then they changed it to James, as far as I was concerned later. So it was like, oh, this, this is me. And so I just really tried to just be as close to myself as possible in a lot of ways. But um that just made it harder to like wash off when I got home and so it it really it really kind of put me in a really fucked up headspace for a very very long time that I don't think I I don't think I fully recovered from like dive bombing myself emotionally during that process for like two years following mm-hmm. um, because of the nature
1: of what the film was or because of how you felt about the performance
2: I just think I was like trying really hard to like to to like live in it all the fucking time and like and again, it, would, it sucks because I don't, I don't really feel like this stuff comes off comes across on screen. But emotionally, I was doing the work. I really felt like emotionally I was there, but I don't think I really appreciated the universe as much as I, as I could have done, and I don't feel like my performance really shows what I was feeling, the way that I, I, I wish it had in a lot of ways. I think the movies I like the movie, but I, I think that there's just some, there was I didn't play to the camera the way. Mm that I think I needed to. It was it's it's a really difficult thing doing found footage because you're kind of tasked with being as real as possible. You can't mm. do any of the fun like tricks that you do on camera for like a TV or a TV show or anything like that. Mm-hmm. So it was just kind of trying to be me and like what that entails is basically just um, fucking traumatizing myself every night and like watching this I would watch the first one every night before
1: bed. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. Um, How long was the shoot for? Like, two months. Jesus Christ! Whoa! Dude. That movie is already like the original is fucking scary. That's one of the scariest movies I've ever seen. Just, that that it's was stressful.
2: My, yeah, that was my lullaby. I couldn't night. imagine like doing the that last to thing
1: you did
0: before you
2: slept every night. Every night, I would take a bath. I would watch The Flash, and then I would put that on while I was getting ready for for bed and stuff. And chase it with Blair Witch. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would I would fall asleep to it a lot of time, and like I was, I was like I was just going through. It just it just did a weird it just did weird shit to me and it's like I I went through a lot of therapy and a lot of like I went through a lot of physical therapy I had a therapist after a physical therapist afterwards uh, when I got home I went to Georgia after I got back and I saw somebody was like giving me like a space massage and she was like what is wrong with your back she was like there's there is something very wrong with you you know it's like um, it was, she basically was like, you, you fucked up. You're like a, <laughs> like a slinky that has been tossed in the trunk of a car and got in an accident. Like it was, I would, I'd, i really like physically fucked myself up cause I was wearing that big ass backpack all the time and we were hiking for like 14 miles a day and shit. Oh my God. Jesus Christ, dude. And I, I had, I had this thing, um, in my head about it where like, cause in the script things don't really go wrong until, a certain point in the script there's like a certain night where things just all of a sudden fucking shift and there's no safety anymore and up until that point we're hiking basically and that's mm. like the first two-thirds of the movie essentially and i so I, I always i always like to have a thing that i i latch on to for for um for parts just to kind of like like a, I don't know, like a totem is a pretentious thing to say, but like just like a thing that I'm like, this is this is my character, and for me, the, I used the backpack in for James uh, in in Blair Witch because the the backpack was my safety until uh, this certain point when I lose it and there's no more safety left. So I I kept the I wouldn't have any relief, like I wouldn't let them take the backpack away from me while we were rolling at any point in time. So I was just wearing this heavy ass backpack oh all fucking day long every single day until until that part of the shoot was done and then it was just night shoots the the last month was nothing but night shoots and so we were we were shooting like 14 hours at night on our feet doing french hours which is basically just instead of having one lunch break you're basically getting a fed a small meal every hour so you're on your feet the entire fucking time the entire night and i'm sprinting and screaming and like crying and and like (laughs) so i was like you know, it sounds pretentious to be like the movie. I was, I I was so affected by <laughs> the content of the movie. It was so traumatizing. It's like oh, fucking get over it. Like you know, but it's Blair like layer bitch project. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, it's <laughs> just like there's. It's it sounds really fucking uh, cornball, but it's like you know, you go outside and cry for two months at night, every single night, and listen to uh, Heather Donahue scream her fucking brains out every night while falling asleep, and like. I don't know. It's like, maybe it's pretentious, but like it fucked me up. I, I put myself in a really weird position. I didn't have to do that. <laughs> I think that and it, it was really frustrating to like do all that shit. And to, um, I, I completely, I completely fucking lost my mind. I lost my fucking mind. I came home and Mimi and I had just started dating at the time. And I completely dive bombed my relationship with her. Cause I was afraid of what I was experiencing and I didn't know what to do. And so I just, the only thing I knew to do was I was like, fuck it, get everything away. And I completely destroyed everything around me and um she said that while i was sleeping i was like screaming in my sleep every night and i was like oh that's why i haven't been sleeping and i haven't been getting any rest It's because i'm having night terrors every single fucking night and mm-hmm. she was there every night and i was just like screaming and constantly having waking up waking her up and like i was swearing in my sleep and like standing up and like running around <laughs> shit and it's like really? i was crying nightly in my sleep and i didn't even know what was happening i'd wake up and be like Oh, it slept so well. And she, she's like, her hair is everywhere. I'm like, "That's yeah, really great. Yeah. <laughs> um, what
1: did you do to like, kind of cope with that or combat that?
2: I broke up with her and I left. Really? I was I, I, I freaked out. I freaked the fuck out. Um, and I think I spent the following ye, two years uh, just in like a really weird headspace. I don't really blame that. I think that had much more to do with a lot of uh, anxiety and depression that I wasn't dealing with. Uh, and stuff just in general, but I think that that kick started a really big uh hard steep dive for my mental health um that i really didn 't i really didn 't know what to do with and you know eventually we got back together, thank God, but like there was that time period was just so strange because i wasn 't prepared for what I was doing, and I was also on top of all these things like I was like fucking myself up physically and emotionally every single time, but I was also doing the Andy Lincoln special, which is being Mr. Fucking Positive all the time. Oh uh, mm. yeah. And uh, I don't know if you've heard of emotional <clears throat> labor, but it's this, it's this kind of thing they associate with, um, like people who, who work uh, like service jobs and stuff. It's like that's a really exhausting gig to be like a cash register person or to like whatever, because you're having to be like, thank you, come again, like all fucking day long. And it's yeah. not how you. It's not how you feel. And you're basically lying to yourself and everybody around you. And it's like that that like that that struggle is really physically exhausting in a lot of ways. And I think I was doing that as I was like, I was like losing my fucking brains during the day and screaming and running around and sweating and like hurting myself physically. And be like, it's going great, I'm having so much fun. And it was Mm -hmm. like, I I collapsed multiple times out of exhaustion uh, and would come up and be like, go well, and then I wouldn't sleep at night. And I did that for fucking two months. (laughs) It was like, I I just didn't, I didn't know what I was doing to myself. I just think mm -hmm. there's this like weird thing that I think a lot of actors do with their you read about, like, Christian Bale, who, like, did all these huge fucking diets and uh, exercises and stuff. And he, like, lost his mind on Terminator because he's such a, like, fucking, you know, hard actor. He's, like, working so hard. He's so emotional and stuff. It's, like, that's – we really put a lot of praise on people when they hurt themselves. It's like a contest to work so hard that you're in pain. And it's not cool. It's not smart. <laughs> you don't need to be doing – look, if you're getting into acting – don't hurt yourself. Like get, use your stunt double. Let that mm. let that person work. They love it, and they're gonna get mad at you for not letting them work. As I found out, like no, I'm fucking tough. I'm gonna go jump, fucking land on a goddamn ground back first, or like drive a car and crash it and shit. It's like mm. I, I've done this stuff because I wanted to be like fucking uh, Tom Cruise, and it really, I just put myself in the production in danger, and uh, I paid for it every single fucking times. So it's not. It's not. It's not more impressive to hurt yourself when you're working on stuff it's it's just kind of silly and i think that i it just frustrated me to like do all that shit and to watch the movie and to go like oh it doesn't play <laughs> i can't believe i did that shit and i don't feel any of the things in my performance like i felt like it was really flat like ah, man that, I, I have such a i'm very proud of the movie as a whole i think just because we all worked really hard on it and i'm really proud of um everybody else's performances and stuff but i watch, i look at that and i'm just like that's not i didn't do what i wanted to do it's a very weird, very weird. So this is the very, I, this is the longest way to ever explain, to, to answer your, your no, question. No, it's
0: extremely interesting. No, it
1: gives such good answer. I mean, I don't blame you. I'm, I don't think anyone can pretend to understand what anyone else's experience was like on a thing. But like, yeah, just from an outside point of view, it's not surprising at all to see how like that would have long-term like impact. I mean, you put yourself through so much physically and mentally and emotionally and shit like that. Like... It makes sense to. I mean, you know, and it's not figure like figure that out after. It was like boohoo.
2: Like I don't, I don't make it sound like I'm, I'm like, you know, uh, a tortured actor or whatever. It's like um, I, I don't. Th- I, I think the main thing that hurt me was just not addressing that I was going through something and not trying to mm-hmm. find a solution mm-hmm. to it until last year. You know, and it was to the point where Mimi had been so used to me being in this depressive, destructive state that when I started to actually get help and started to get proper medication to see doctors and to see, to have a consistent therapist and like really work on myself and stuff. She wasn't sure how to respond. Mm. Like, I'm not used to this guy. Mm, like, yeah, um, It's strange, man. Like mental illness affects everything and everyone around you and stuff. And it's like, if you're, if you're an artist in some way, and I do feel like that also is pretentious to label anybody who's not doing a conventional job as, as an artist. But like, you know, if you like making shit, um, it's probably because you're trying to fill a hole. <laughs> I think in a lot of ways you're trying to like trying to do something that you feel like hasn't been done for you yet. Uh, and unfortunately, I think that we've now put like this glory around hurting yourself for your art or something. and it's scary because that if you already have a mental illness and you start to willing like pursue pain or something like that, it's like you're not Max Bemis. And if you are, look what he fucking went through to write that music.
1: Um, Who's the Max Bemis? I'll take the fall. <laughs> uh, say yeah. anything. Uh, the, oh. The, the, oh. The guy who wrote
2: uh, – who, who, uh, yeah. Guy from, uh, no no not the, not the movie but like the the band i don't know if i don't know if any of you guys listen to emo but he's fucking brilliant brilliant nice. man but listen a little peep yeah, <laughs> just a little peep yeah uh, is that the the easter the, the marshmallow <laughs> easter thing those are delightful they, they have them you see they have them in yellow now <laughs> I used to think they were just in pink. They're yellow. I saw one that wasn't <laughs> even a duck. Are you being Jimmy, an old church Jimmy, lady? You was saying those are of...
0: little peeps. Oh, Plural. Oh, I see. Plural little peeps.
2: Did you see that it was added in the shape of a banana?
1: Oh, dude. I went over this three times with him today. It, it for, wasn't
2: yeah, even banana stuff.
1: flavor. No, I don't know why. Oh. Dude,
0: he told me that he like brought some gifts for us for the podcast, and his whole bag was full of hard candies. He tripped, and they spilled all over the ground. I don't know if you heard this crunching while we were stepping over to the set. Yeah. But Is that why started?
1: I heard him screaming, oopsie poopsie, in the yeah. hallway? Yeah, man. yeah,
0: yeah. And then, nope. then he said, you know, we know he's saying he went, oopsie poopsie. Suddenly, uh, my pants are chock full of shit. Oh, I got some news. It's a little much. I don't think he's here <laughs> with us right now. <laughs> I've got some good news. Yeah. I have shit. <laughs>
1: I shit-did in <and> fart. <laughs> <laughs> what is that uh, from? It's, a new, it's like
0: a new meme to say that. Steve had a really funny Instagram post from it. Um, one thing, this is just not even of the like critical sense of like performance or anything like that. Um, there's Was there like a traditional screening for Blair Witch? I assume um, there would was because it was like a, like a red carpet premiere yeah, kind of yeah. thing or like
2: oh yeah we had a couple sorry
1: as you fucking flash another brand <laughs> I
2: know I keep seeing it like, sorry
1: <laughs> my mouth was getting very Canada dry I'm saying, this so
2: this man was Canada dry sure is refreshing <laughs> <laughs> and I, also did you, you slamming see how shit on the
0: table while you're doing it tastes
2: exactly like it. it's actually oh, like no, I'm sorry, in a Mexican guys. restaurant putting some <laughs> chips into a uh, did you know that. Okay, so is it actually Mexican food? <laughs> I'm Fuck so you.
0: sorry, it's everybody. It's like
1: when Ethan <laughs> went fucking trigger happy on the fucking soundboard. we yeah. just got Jamie here just destroying the audio.
0: <laughs> I, but,
2: I but, liked it until the, the white guy started talking. <laughs>
0: um, my question with it, though, is is it really bizarre? Um, I feel like I my worst nightmare would be to be the star of whoops, something. I'm sorry. <laughs> fucking die. Jamie!
2: <laughs> That was a genuine accident, <laughs> <laughs> but I leaned into it.
0: Um, but yeah, I feel like it's my worst nightmare to like be the star of something and then have to watch it with like a group of people. That uh, sounds awful. It's weird, man. It is really weird. I I think I'm I really like that stuff just because mm. like
2: it's especially like one of the coolest things in, of my career so far was like the very first public screening because we saw it once or twice privately um, at the the studio and then the first like public screening was at comic-con that year and it was um really exclusive thing they were like adam wingard and simon barrett's new new film the woods is coming out because they advertise it as the woods for so Mm. long and um they everyone came expecting just to see this you know this this new spooky found footage film by these these guys who were like on the on the rise and uh Nobody in the audience really knew anything about it, and there was there was a point in the movie where somebody says the words Blair Witch, and the mm-hmm. audience had no idea it was a Blair Witch movie. Mm-hmm. And so there's <laughs> like people like throughout the beginning of the movie, everyone's like, "Isn't fucking? What's, this feels very similar mm-hmm. to I think they're ripping off that one movie." And then somebody's like, "Do you believe the legends of the Blair Witch?" And the whole audience was like, "No fucking
1: way!" Dude, like that was like that re- sounds awesome. That's regardless so cool.
2: of the reception of the movie afterwards, that fucking bait and switch was so fucking cool everyone lost their minds in the moment like that was that was like even if they don't like the movie they were like that was fucking neat
0: do you think it would have been possible to market it as the woods or do you know if it was like a studio decision or actually i don't know if you should we'd we'd always
2: planned to do that Um, yeah and i thought it was brilliant until i saw what that actually what actually happened with that Mm -hmm. what it really because it's it's it sounds like a really fucking cool idea and at comic-con that was a really cool idea but the, the truth of the matter is is that people didn't associate the woods and Blair Witch and realized there was this big switch and so really we just advertised Blair Witch for half as long as we were actually advertising the movie because the people didn't realize the woods was the same thing okay oh. they're like oh, what happened to the, the woods movie uh you know it, it, it yeah. just it was it's kind of unfortunate and I think that because it was being pushed as like this is Blair Witch. This is the Blair Witch. It felt very like, oh, they're doing a fucking remake, uh, sequel, mm-hmm. uh, reboot, cool kind of situation. And so people went into it with this this thing of like, oh, come on, you know, and this is what everybody's been doing all year long is just making like, you know, these these like really overproduced versions of cult classics and stuff. And so we have this built-in audience who is extraordinarily passionate. Like horror fans in general are some of the most Pretentious, <laughs> like passionate people of all time. They're mm. so into horror movies, Blair Witch fans. Oh my god, that is a whole nother level of of passion because it's got this whole lore behind it, yeah. and, like all these like theories and shit. And so people got really, really into it, and it kind of they went into it with this like, um, oh yeah, you trying to you mm. trying to make a movie better than the first one? Fuck you. And it was, you know, uh, so not to say that that, not to negate everybody's very genuine uh, feelings about the movie, but I think that there was a level of like, uh, try me, you know, when they went Mm. to see the movie and stuff because it was also marketed like the scariest movie that has ever existed. Mm. You will shit in your pants. <laughs> and, and everybody's like doubt it. And you know, and so it, it, you. It was just it was just it was a hard sell, man. I think I think that it was it was it was a I there is a world where we marketed it as the woods the whole time and the whole world found out it was a Blair Witch movie mid screening you know and mm. didn't go in with any expectations
1: that would have be been cool and I think yeah.
2: that, that in that world it might have actually might have actually done better
1: but it didn't do
2: bad I mm. think that there's a lot of people who like really very strongly dislike it um, for all of the clout that lays on top of it being a Blair Witch movie um, alone much less how they actually feel about them uh, if they dislike the movie but um, I, I think I think that it would have I think it might it might have actually been beneficial to it for people to go in without any expectations or sort of like, uh, yeah, idea about yeah. It, it it like matching
1: the 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 first one or something. Isn't that kind of how they advertise the first one too? Like I remember hearing stories around the first one, like <laughs> as I'm telling you.
0: <laughs> Did you know about the Blair Witch? <laughs> like,
1: what movie is it? No. <laughs> Did you see that they're selling Peeps year round now?
2: <laughs> I saw a blue one. <laughs> They don't make ducks blue. He
0: watched Player Witch for two months in a row. He's been talking like that ever since. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's me. I'm looking for my sister in the woods. It's been 20 years.
1: Amazing she'd still be alive. So this is how you contracted PTSD is you just turn into like a radio announcer from the 40s. And now as we round the corner,
2: I sprint in my dockers and shit.
1: Um, Present
0: tense shit, though. We're making progress.
2: Yeah, as we here, we are. We're bringing it back around.
0: <laughs> we make our way to shitting pants in almost every podcast episode. So yeah, we far. have.
2: It's, it's improv.
0: Zip. It's a universal trip.
2: I mean, truth. Zop.
0: Zop. zop zip. Zop. Zap, you
2: fucking idiot.
0: God. Zip, zap, up. I, I feel the, really bad I when just, I fuck around with you guys like that. That's I was just, just doing like the, the f- Cosby thing, but. <laughs> Zoop.
1: I would just like to point out that I got both of your references with Zip, Zap, Zop and Big Booty because I'm yes. an improv boy. Yeah. <laughs> the, I'm a theater dick i i have that
2: running joke with you guys where i'll like snap at you all of a sudden be like a huge dick and it, it it i feel i'll like go to i'll like go to lie down and go to bed and I'll just like get right before sleep and be like I wish I hadn't said the mean things to my friends. That felt. I hope they didn't think I was serious. <laughs> like I, I always
0: felt really genuinely bad because I love you guys. So okay, shut don't the not worry. Out. Next <laughs> question. I mentioned it in the last episode. I mentioned it in the last episode. I think um, my favorite like bits to do are when my friends are being mean to me. I think it's so much fun to just yeah. be like, You like oh, being next?" He's into thought, it. Do you guys see that ninja clip? We'll move past it. <laughs> um... No, I was going to say the natural follow-up
1: to the shitted things. Have you ever shit your pants? <laughs> There's, a <line>. <laughs> <laughs> There's a line.
0: There's a line that
1: you can
2: cross very simply. <laughs> it, it's, it's hard sometimes to designate if this is a is, – is this is this maybe just a very confident – Fart, or
0: Oh <laughs> I thought you meant, do I answer this question? I oh, thought no. he meant the lining of his pants that got <laughs> shit on. It's him.
2: like, is is this just a really emphatic gaseous blast out of my bee cheeks, or <laughs> is this an actual shitted my pants situation? <laughs> That's beautiful, and uh it's hard to tell sometimes because if you have enough Zevia cola, sometimes the lines <laughs> get blurred. Is that the case? I just bought a whole fucking like ten pack of them. I'm telling you, dude that if fake sugars are not your bag you will shit damn and not even know it <laughs> wait a minute. that's the worst thing i was like i'm am suddenly i was bleeding just, <laughs> i was
0: just doing my taxes for the last three hours <laughs> I'm suddenly and suddenly
2: I'm quite lubricated i'm not even that sweaty right now was
0: that know. why <laughs> i kept sliding off
1: the chair oh, I, I was dealing with de- declaring dependence not depends <laughs>
2: <laughs> it appears to be a snail trail on the seat that I was just using. I'm not quite sure where it occurred from. Uh, I don't think that I've proper like since being a kid. Or, I don't. I don't think that I've, I've completely Hersheyed my my trousers. I, I don't think that. Th- I have had. I think I've had situations where I've, it's it's like you know it's not a fun. It's not a. It's not a Disneyland in my pants. It's but it's you know, as far as like uh, the olfactory. Association with it, but I, mm-hmm. I don't think that i actually, like, you know, had a Hoo. moment where it's like I've shit. Yeah, I don't think so.
1: That's good. That's a good answer, though. Have you, um, we you shared in the past? I said when I was a kid, I forgot, I totally forgot that I'd shit my pants another time, too. Oh,
0: um, okay, yeah, like really, really <laughs> briefly.
1: <see> <laughs> no, I was, uh, I was painting, uh, or no, we, me and my buddy Joe, uh, were. It was back when we were in high school, and we were washing windows for like an old woman at his church or something like mm-hmm. that. So we were just like, like f- at we started was like the
0: windows of the church or oh, it was the old house. woman's house. Okay, it was her yeah. house, but it was from her <laughs> church.
1: I love That's to
2: serious. watch the young men wash <laughs> the windows. They're not even dirty. <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, I'm going, yeah. oh, there they go.
2: They're wearing Jinko jeans. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Oh, go on, sorry.
1: You, you name-dropped dungarees earlier. You're just trying to get a <laughs> fucking This title? man knows his Walmart <laughs> jeans. Yeah. Um, So we are just washing Windows, and um, she brings out... Because it was like we got there at like 8 a.m., and it was like 2 p.m., and we had so much to go, and we're like, we need to eat. Like, I don't want to get all like OSHA on her ass, but it's like, (laughs) we were in the middle of nowhere, like out in the country. And it's like getting fucking hungry. And she just comes out and she's like, I made you some sandwiches. And And I was like, I've also
2: put a camera in the
1: bathroom. (laughs) I should have known, though. <laughs> I should have known because um, she prefaces it. She's like, I don't have a lot of f- f- uh, food in the fridge, but I, I found some t- tuna, like an Elmer and tuna and mayo it? at the you back. Know, you got to be confident up. when
2: you eat tuna. You have to know for sure where yes. it came from and how old it is. And
1: it was like, as high school three-sport athlete, Gus, I was fucking starving. So like, and I hate tuna. So I bite into it, and right away I could tell, this tastes a little punky. <laughs> <laughs> but I... But and the thing is Joe took a bite and he's like this is disgusting and he, he dumped his whole plate like off right her. in front mm-hmm. of her she No like she like, went inside I put
2: all of my love into the sandwich he's <laughs> like shut up you blue bitty. <laughs> <laughs> start over Eugene Gene, also, who do you think you are giving me a fish sandwich <laughs> really This good, better I, be a metaphor for our relationship later
0: <laughs> I think a tuna sandwich is the most regular sandwich that's like the most polarizing of like I don't know what they like but I guess I'll just throw a tuna sandwich together. Yeah. Like, I fucking hate tuna. That's it's terrible. It's disgusting. Yeah. It sounds worse than it is. I don't, yes. It looks bad. <laughs> That's it's what ter- I, I hate. When I look at it, because my family, all of them like it, and it's like just hearing the, like... Yeah. And when they're like mixing up, like, oh, this is gonna be real uh, good. And I'm like, no, yeah. get it away from it me. I don't like, want to smell it. Sounds listening? like
2: two high schoolers making out for the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really know what to do with my mouth and my tongue. But Why I'm to put sc- the whole thing in there.
0: Why did you scoop all this tuna in between us before we started? <laughs> <laughs> Ignore uh, the
1: camera. Lubricant. <laughs> jo- so
0: Joe jumped it out, sorry.
1: Yeah, yeah Joe dumped it out, and I ate like the entire thing. Um, and then yeah. it was like about half hour afterwards I started pleasantly enjoying some very sonorous farts. And I was just like, it was funny. <laughs> <laughs> We're just like listening to music and stuff and just it was
2: one of those.
1: <laughs> 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 it was one of those rare situations where you could like almost at like your back in college be like, Hey Joe. You know, just a dumb joke. <laughs> mm. And it was probably like the twentieth fart or so. I was up on a ladder. Hey Joe, <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, <and it laughs> on a ladder, on a ladder, and I immediately knew I shit my pants. Oh, that's oh. one of the worst—not places publicly, but physical places to be—is <laughs> on a ladder. You can't even. You, you have to climb. <laughs> yeah. the
2: Please tell you me out. you
0: were wearing the shorts you're wearing right now, just no. like khaki short like, shorts. You the get, only like, st- worst one I can think of is like a treadmill. <laughs> like, <that's laughs> the ladder's like
1: probably the worst. But I was like immediately. I was just like sort of like. I went down the ladder, and I went into the front entryway because I was going in. She's like, if you need to use a bathroom, it's right here. So I went into the, like, entryway, and it was just as she was about to go into the bathroom. And I was like, oh, I'm so sorry. I just was coming in to use the bathroom. She's like, do you you mind if I go for (laughs) – I'm. I'm just. I just. I I'll had be some brief. very like, bad know. tuna yeah. earlier. Yes. I need <laughs> to go just, before just, you. So I was like, and I didn't want to go back outside. So I just was like standing in her entryway with oh, like shit no. in my butt, and I just couldn't. <laughs> and this was rough. I had to like, and the, here's the problem too is like, I'm, <laughs> I I clearly ditched my underwear. You know, luckily my pants were salvaged. But, like, what am I going to do? I could try to flush them and clog her old lady toilet. Oh, Oh, by the way, old lady toilets are the weakest fucking water pressure ever. Any old woman's bathroom. I, like, I don't know if they poop little deer pebbles or whatever, but, like, they're weak as hell. So I was like, well, I can't just throw it in the garbage and leave, like, my shitty boxers there. So I had to, like, take her garbage bag out and, like... And like wrap them up and like put them in my pocket and like run out to the backwoods and just wing them into the woods. Like I
2: mean, like that. She's seen some shit. Like she would, if you had been like, excuse me, Mrs. I assume your name is Edna Doubtfire, but yeah, (laughs) yeah. You like, I I shit my pants. I I think she'd be like, I get it. And you know, like she's probably (laughs) like (laughs) easy. She would have got it. But like, I guess in those moments, you don't want to be like. You know, leveling with somebody about something like that. Yeah, I don't know
0: why I thought about it. when you were talking about tossing it. I just like combined the images of like Blair Witch, Jamie's like running and screaming in the night, <laughs> a fucking of garbage bags. <laughs>
2: <laughs> what the fuck? These ones are hot. <laughs> what does it mean?
0: <laughs> this must be her shit. <laughs> she wears Hanes boxers. She loves for a teenage Lee pipes.
2: Boy. <laughs> oh my god! I you know there was a time. I was—I don't really remember the situation. It's mostly the kind of thing that people talk about. Like there's this—there's this. There's this uh, my my friend used to live down the road from me in my my house, my uh, parents' house back in Georgia, and he, um, his, his name was Alan Craigline, and he used to live up the street. And when I was little, that I had to have been like five to eight years old, something like that, and I. uh I, I was we weren't allowed in their house for some reason very much. So I got this fear of going to the bathroom in their house because his mom was Alan's mom was was really not into us being in there because little boys are dirty, and um <laughs> she, she had every reason not to let us in the house. So like I had to go and it felt like my house was so far away. In retrospect, two houses down, not that far, but at the time I was like I'll never make it. <laughs> and I uh, shit in the yard.
1: Yeah, this I, they
2: had this big like bush like this whole this big thing of bushes and i remember i went i like went into the bush and it was it was like in the legend of zelda where you go into that the, the where you you find the uh the flute in the, the forest <laughs> it's like this this like sudden opening in the center of it and i was like oh, there's so much room here this is the perfect place to shit and I <laughs> just took a dump in the yard. And now the, those bushes aren't there, but every time I drive by the yard, I'm like, Is it shit in that yard. I <laughs> pooped over there. That's that's play. Yeah, every time I'm with me, I'm like, I took a brown on that yard. <laughs> <laughs> I killed that bush. That's <laughs> what. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. That's Ooh, probably water. the closest I've come to actually uh, going all the way to two. That's a good one.
1: <clears throat> I have a question that we've asked uh, some people before in the podcast, too. I'm wondering if a, if you have a hot take on it. Um, do you know slash are you willing to share the most uncomfortable experience you've ever been in? Un- the most uncomfortable experience? of Yeah.
2: Known. There have been a few very uncomfortable experiences, and they range all the way from G to R. Um, some in Z17. Is, no. is that a rating? I don't, I don't know. Don't know.
1: I, still s- I see it advertised on the MPAA thing, but like... Is it still the MPAA? It, or no? like, yeah.
2: Yeah, yeah. But, like, th- that's, it. like, at that point, it's just Pornhub.
1: Yeah. I'm a shitty producer. I never Google anything. I and just I can have hear my the taps in the <laughs> audio. <laughs> <laughs> I just, like, keep my YouTube channel page up, and that's the only fucking thing. Yeah, <laughs> just, it. just <laughs> let me look that up. Himself. And he just
0: in his brain. Uh, yeah. That's a good look. Still boy. got it. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's a good looking boy. <laughs> um, no, man, that's a... You you you've told me that you're gonna ask me this, and I'm still like, gosh, on the spot. We um, ask
0: people it, and I still can't remember like a, a good one for uh-huh. myself.
2: I have I have one. I told it before uh, on the official podcast a while back, so I hate to Eskimo brother, your um, <laughs> <the> stories <laughs> here. Not a verb. Uh, yeah, sure. That's right. That's what that means. No, right? yeah, it's I know what it means, but in, in you this know context? context <laughs> yeah, I so know it, yeah, when a man. Or a woman,
0: loves an Eskimo. <laughs> or anything I know between. what it is, guys. It's when you rub
2: your noses together <laughs> with the same person as your friend. <laughs> um, so, I think uh, I'll tell I'll tell that story. It's 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 an interesting story at, at least, even if you've heard it before. I've yet to learn the most efficient way. You know how you tell a story multiple times, and you're like, but by like the fourth time, you're like, yeah, I got that story down pat. Yeah, I fuck it up every time I tell it. <laughs> Um, Because it requires certain specifics. But uh, there was an episode of Shameless where I had uh, this director who had been an AD on former episodes. We knew of each other. We were fond of each other. Got along great. Um, But he was directing for the first time. And I was still, I don't know, it was like episode, my my fourth episode, something like that. So I was still getting in the swing of things. I wasn't quite settled in yet. I just gotten off an episode with a director who I fucking loved and we were just so, we got along so well. He was from Georgia and we had we had a lot in common. I just, I felt, I was feeling really fucking good. And we switched to the next episode on the same day and um, he starts directing and I'm really excited to work with him. Um, but just, stuff just didn't go well at all. It was just a, a series of fuck ups f- from, Someone. We weren't really sure. I wasn't. I wasn't sure if it was me or if it was him or like what was what was happening. But I kept fucking everything up, and it was like a snowball where it just eventually everything was a mistake, and it just got worse and worse. And I I I forgot all of my lines all at once, and it was a really long scene, and there was a lot of technical shit. I'm terrible with technical stuff, like moving, walking, and talking at the same time and stuff. I'm awful with it. So the first day was dreadful, and at the end of the day, I was like, Hey, man, I'm sorry that I, I kind of didn't. I kind of dropped the ball today. Uh, I don't know what happened. I had a lot of bacon this morning. I don't know if that's what it was. And he's like, "You blame this on bacon, man?" And no, I was like, "Oh no. fuck, no, dude. I was making a joke, man. I'll talk to you later." It was like, and that's how the that's how the the episode started. And we oh. had a whole week to go. Damn, dude. And um, so we're uh, we're shooting things that aren't really getting much better. The rest, it's just we just didn't speak the same language. It was my first run in with like someone who just didn't understand me and i didn't understand them we just didn't have the same we didn't have the same brain in any way shape or form and it was just a big fuck up the entire way through and we had but we had one final day at the very end um and he's a great guy i don't want to i don't want to talk poorly of him at all um because he's fucking great he's a great director i just we just somehow we cross wires and shit and i just it's just such a fucking bummer because he's a good dude and i think we were great as friends but man just we just didn't we didn't understand each other just mm. there was just so much shit and uh cut to the next week we're shooting the f- the next episode and he's ADing for that one so he's not directing anymore new director and we do the table read for that episode and it goes well and we're wrapping up and stuff and everybody's like getting snacks and like walking around and stuff and he comes up to me and as as like a as as a uh you know like a to make a men's situation he bumps me and he's like man I love you James Allen McCune. it's like uh, you know really Really nice, tender moment. I was like, I love you too, Gary. Thanks, man. He walks away. He waits until he's a good 20, 30 feet away, looks over his shoulder, and goes, it's Greg.
0: Oh, my God.
2: Yeah. Fuck. Ah. Guess, who, guess who he was adjacent to.
0: What, sir? Guess
2: who he was adjacent to when that happened. William H Macy. Oh
0: <laughs> no, Jamie! No, bad.
2: no. And that's the last time I ever saw him. Oh. Oh.
0: <laughs> Gary!
1: Now that's shameful. <gasps> <laughs> I don't even know the theme song. Uh, <laughs> I've seen one episode.
0: Gummy bears. That is. Uh, that is painful oh man. fucking bad i'm gonna pretty low
2: he's it. such cool. a sweet guy he was such a good dude i just oh god i don't think i'll there aren't many situations that are like that immediately disturbing
0: oh. oh really quick for the audio listeners gus and i took off our headphones and walked away yes. sorry i just like <laughs> oh, yeah. i'm sure just silence That's what <laughs> we end. should i should have just started like making fart noises with my
2: mouth really <laughs> quietly when you walked <laughs> off
0: Oh man, <laughs> that's
1: painful. That
2: one hurts. Yeah, dude. it still hurts. I that's that's that is genuinely. If I'm not thinking about if I've uh made a, a misjudgment with a joke with you guys, I'm I'm, I'm like, let's cycle like through all of the things that I fucked up in life with. um That situation. That's, <laughs> that's the, the shit every time. <laughs> you have wow. a restless
1: night and you're just like thinking, remember that time I called him Gary? <laughs> <Yeah>.
2: <laughs> what's what's great is I I. I genuinely can't remember if that's the name or not and it could be that I am Wrong. I hope to God he never it never gets he's not like watching this he's like, He's still saying my fucking name off. You I can make, look it maybe, up. Maybe I yeah. have I have ADHD, I'm terrible with names. I'm really fucking bad at names. It's not because I didn't like them or there's something that's just like one of those things if you forget somebody's name, it's such a common, understandable thing to do, but god damn it it fucking insults every time. And I would never such,
0: correct somebody. I uh, human. I would I would just be like, Oh man, he was close. Let's just leave it there. Oh yeah. Man. He, but he was I earned it I maybe earned he that. was just a huge fan of Danny and that's he was <laughs> like he's like I don't go by Gary anymore <laughs> I'm Greg now oh Greg dude now. I still feel absolutely
2: shitty about that great dude I just man oh,
0: oh.
2: yeah if, I, if I'm if i like right before bed it's like <sighs> the time that I accidentally farted in a girl's face when she bent over to pick up a pencil the same time I bent over to pick over a pencil in uh, in, in middle school <laughs> and then that that situation It's it's always it's always like Remember that thing you did? She, hey.
0: she sat there in it and just went, it's Greg. <laughs> she said, did this boy just farted
1: and shit <laughs> and like It's like we both at the same time were like,
2: oops. And I bent over and just like, she was, you know, it was harmless, you know, but I get up and my first instinct was like, maybe if I act like I heard someone else do that and I thought it was gross too, <laughs> she'll think that it was someone else because would somebody who farted, act like it's gross and look around the room
0: all shocked. <laughs> <laughs> like, Can yes. you believe that? I'm just thinking <laughs> of Kyle. What, what is that? <laughs> from, oh, yeah, <laughs> you're go. did you just get your face farted in two? <laughs> <laughs> Something's been going on oh, here. Like. I think somebody else <laughs> dropped a pencil right in front of us and bent right there as we were both bending down. <laughs> there he goes. Yeah. Oh, You should have seen him. Blue sneakers if you see him in the hall. Right
2: there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Can you believe they still sell peeps <laughs> <laughs> throughout the whole year? It's not even Easter anymore. It's defense green mechanism. green for Halloween now. Don't even there's purple ones, it, and, and they look like they've gone
1: off. If you go in the bathroom and see a camera...
0: Yeah, <laughs> Jamie, I'm pooping. <laughs>
1: I'm oh, dude, if you talk to the back, you sound like. did you know what's worth fighting for? Oh, dude, why is what this? What song is that? Oh, it's Twenty oh, One Twen- Twenty-one gun. <laughs> Twenty-one Guns.
0: 21 guns, twenty one guns. There are twenty one guns. <laughs> my
2: my friend was in uh, the um, uh, the I uh, have two friends yeah. who were in the Broadway show of American Idiot. Really, yeah. I watched the
0: documentary on that. Really, so I've seen your friends with oh, my I eyes. I went to I went to high school
2: with one of them, and he's actually I attribute him for being one of the main reasons that I got into this because he was his name is Chase Peacock, he's fucking brilliantly talented. That sounds like a rock star name. It, it does, and he mm-hmm. looks like a rock star. Like yeah. he he and I look like uh, we could be siblings if I wasn't the melting version of him. Like he is he is so fucking. He, he he's so fucking cool looking, and he um he's so he's so good. He's always been a really really fucking great dancer and great singer and a really tremendous actor and stuff. And he fucking took off and did that show, and um it was like uh it's, somebody was I, I remember getting called up to the office. It, when I was in school, and it was the first time, it was the, the guidance counselor. She was like, she had like, uh, you know, most people have like big forms or like, here's all the fucking extracurricular activities and stuff. For me, it was like one piece of paper, and she was like, Hey, what the fuck are you doing? What do you want to do? You you trying to do something? What are you doing? <laughs> and it was, she was like, What do you want to do with your life? And it was the first time anyone had ever asked me that, and I was like, I'm don't know I'm just gonna be an actor or something. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Was like, if she chased it. I'll go be an actor. I'll go up to New York and be an actor. Um, it, I would just said it to get her off my back, but like that's what I ended up doing, and it was because I had no other answer. And chase had Chase had just told me that he was gonna do that shit. He mm.
1: peacocked, yeah, yeah, he
2: did. But <laughs> boy, uh, he's a cool dude. But like, yeah, it was super. I had I I auditioned for that the tour of that, and it was uh, it, it didn't go well. Really? <laughs> yeah. yeah, I miss doing musical theater, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's like
1: hard, it's real fucking hard shit.
2: Stress so much. I've, you did, you did, big fish before you moved out here, yeah?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've just, I at the most I've ever done is just like college shows and stuff too. But I mean, I did oh, shows through college, but it's not just you know, it's like stressful any, still though yeah. too. Like,
0: it's a I big know. deal. Did
2: you have you? Did you ever do any like theater or anything like that? No,
0: I mean, I did improv in high school, but I just uh, I can't sing, so I was just like. I didn't. We did have like plays, but the big ones were musicals. There, we had a great. um, My biology teacher was like the head of the program for it, and he was like, I think he won like awards for Illinois for it. Like he was like the best in the state. And I was just like, I wanted to be like comedy roles in it, but even they would sing. So then I would just be like,
1: Nah, Mm. I'm good. I was just thinking (laughs) your your teacher winning an award like best teacher
0: musical biology division. (laughs) Just standard, just like yeah, biology versions of each musical. (laughs) <laughs> um, what time are we at? Uh, we're at uh, hour and a half on the dot. Are you okay. Serious? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. We can go a little bit longer. Yeah, man. Than... We'll yeah, I just wanted to make sure we weren't running. What's the it?
2: longest? What's the longest one? Ten
0: so inches.
1: Uh, Chris so, Ray Guns was long. His I mean, was about not... hour fifty or so. Yeah. Hour
2: forty-five. Fuck you, Chris. I'm gonna beat. I'm gonna beat beat yours.
1: Get dead, but fella, dude. I, I was gonna know. ask. I was gonna ask before. Um, cause Ch- first of all, Chase Peacock, fucking bang your name again. Yeah. yeah. dude. What are some like? What are some? kick ass band names even if you don't fucking listen to them oh dude I gotta think it's not band names um, I'm
2: gonna answer a question you didn't ask me what's that um, so when I first got to uh, my my like first agent in Georgia the, I got my like legal papers and stuff that I was supposed to sign for them like what they're supposed to like put in all my forms and shit and they were like your real name and then stage name and I was like, I could change my fucking name. Ooh. I can make it whatever I want. And me and my friends just spent a ton of time just thinking of like, what's the douchiest name we can do? Uh-huh. The best, the best one we came up with was Gavin Reese.
1: Ooh! I don't Gavin like that man Reese.
2: <laughs> like that guy. That guy wears transition lenses. He slicks his <laughs> hair back. He wears socks and sandals, and he doesn't get looked at anyone because they're afraid he'll shoot them <laughs> 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 he's a he's a That's like that's that's me that's, <laughs> that's my future good old gab and reese do you have a banging band name you like i was in a band i was in a few bands uh, i was in in, in high school mm-hmm. i was in uh, a ska band thank uh, god called which of course uh, I was in a ska band called Rising Free Ball.
0: Have you ever told Bruce Green that? Because he does a whole meme about he and I, ska I have talked about
2: and... ska. Oh my god, dude! Like he, if Bruce and I went to school together, we would have been fucking best friends. We'd mm. have been best fucking friends. It was like you guys. It was like I like I met him and I was like, why Why didn't I grow up with you? Like mm-hmm. it's so fucking uh, it cracks my shit up. We we yeah. I'm I'm I was a huge big. Fucking Scottalite, growing up. Uh, but wait, a uh, what? Hold on, a what? Scottalite. I mean, is that? I, I was a Rude Boy. Scottalite. Yeah. Wait,
0: is Rude Boy another name for it? Yeah, dude. I think a Scottalite. is, is so a band. mysterious,
2: dude. It's fuck, dude. The the sky universe is so fucking interesting to me. Uh, I my favorite band was um, I had a, I had a fucking ton, but I was always really into Real Big Fish uh, growing up. And Scott Klopfenstein was the backup singer and uh, trumpet. Uh, player for Real Big Fish, and I was such a huge fan of him in particular because he had this beautiful voice. It was it, had this, it was gorgeous, and I think that was one of the main things that made their sound so interesting, is that they could really sing, and especially Scott. And uh, he started this side band called Littlest Man Band. I felt fucking and go look it up. It's so fucking good. He is such a wonderful songwriter. He has a song on YouTube. You you have to go look it up. It's uh it, it's called the hilarious. He has the hilarious and Welcome to New York. And I swear they're like two of the best. Written songs I've ever heard. They're so fucking good, and like no one could sing it but him. He's so good, and uh, he he ended up being a fan of some of my work, and now we're like Facebook friends. that's, right. that's, right. that's so cool. Like, I love to hear that. that I was like my brag for Boom. the night. But he reeled um, his ass in. Yeah, I fucking love that guy. But he's making a um a documentary about ska I think right now. So that was like that's this yeah brought that back around. But ska ska bands have the funniest fucking names. Um, so we were we were rising free fall. We never played any shows. Uh, and mm-hmm. then I was in a band that did play shows uh called Nathan Martin and the Hurricanes. I Whoa. was a, I was a hurricane. Wow. Uh, and we we were uh we Hurricane were like James. Christian pop punk, which Whoa. was fucking cool. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, man. That's some tight shit. Yeah. Fuck the system. Re- <laughs> respect the Lord, I guess. Fuck the
0: system, but only a certain level of system. <laughs> when you get higher up, don't Hey,
2: <laughs> hey Nathan Martin and the Hurricane seems to pussy for the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> It's disrespectful. It's not okay. Um, <laughs> I don't talk like that. I don't <laughs> anyone, like, no, I don't like him anymore. You <laughs> can't play at my church. Um, but, Put those uh, mill
1: fingers in the air and cross your
2: chest. <laughs> That's <laughs> fucking Catholicism. Um, yeah, yeah was, we we did it. We had a few weird band names and shit growing up. We we wanted to start a new ska band called Candy Coated Fury. Uh, and down the, we were like, yeah. And th- that later, that ended up being the name of one of Real Big Fish's albums. It's was like, Muh. um Really? Yeah.
1: Did you tell your buddy that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That bastard. He owes you royalties. Yeah. No, he
2: didn't do that. That was that was Real Big Fish's. No, no, not that. That, that wasn't. He had actually left the band by the time that happened. Oh. But he, he and I didn't talk about that. We he actually, still owes
0: you royalties, I think, just yeah, for the idea of oh, the master. amount
2: of money I get in that man in CDs and T-shirts and shit. Um, he owes you that money back. <laughs> <Just> give <laughs> it back <laughs> to me, Scott. Um, I'm famous now. <laughs> uh, there
0: are 14 people, including my mom, who love me on the internet. My signatures have sold for on eBay for $15 each. That's Buy it digits. now by
2: October 13th. $15, $4.99 no shipping. No bid. Um What were we talking about? What's the weirdest band name? Oh,
1: dude. Okay, well, I'll just give my answer because I'm a bastard. I always fucking loved the band name Passion Pit. Oh, oh, I yeah. love, don't Passion know Pit. a single song
0: by them, but I, always, Dude, I would Passion always Pit's see that cool. be like,
1: oh my God, what a cool band name. That is Passion, really yeah. That
0: yeah. is really they had a, The first I ever heard of them was they had a, a song on the trailer for Little Big Planet 2, and I was like, this sounds awesome. Yeah. They make some good music. You've never heard Carried Away? Maybe. You've definitely just, heard it just like you... Mostly,
1: yeah. yeah, one of those things where, yeah. oh, I didn't know that was Passion Pit uh but that's passioned. a dank ass name soundgarden is it's a got cool name too
2: soundgarden is fucking great dude soundgarden is
1: definitely up there oh mm. my god man
2: i have never even thought about but soundgarden yeah oh dude isn't that great he's fucking first of all wait the band a band is only as good as their name and you know who's got the best name and best band Who is was stank sugar ray yes <laughs> <laughs> wait,
1: sugar ray. <laughs> sugar ray. it's like the same era so i fucking destroyed your joke <laughs> it was so much genius.
2: better my my I, when I was a kid I had a friend convince me that Hubastank was Jesus' middle name and I was like <laughs> Jesus I was like Jesus Hubastank H- Christ
0: Jesus H Christ's friend <laughs> Hoobastank. That's so fucking dumb
1: Can you imagine reading the book of Hubastank? <laughs>
2: Matthew Mark Luke Joe Hoobastank. Oh my god what was what was their
1: what was their and the hit? reason and the
0: reason that is you. you.
2: Uh, fucking yeah cool ass asian dude lead singer he was so fucking rad is he asian yeah i think I i'm probably i'm probably
0: wrong listen look <laughs> at me It's the look same at me. friend it was the same friend he's like oh, please be stink r- please be right
1: I, here's the thing too i look up a photo and i can't even like say he looks asian cuz i mean i don't th- know th- this is a fucking minefield this is a
2: sound garden <laughs> we're we're it's 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 i look i'm ignorant i don't know i saw i've seen a, a no way out of this conversation. That's going to make me look good.
0: <laughs> well, uh, one of my favorite ones that's not like the coolest band name, but it's one of my favorite bands. And I love how like f- it matches their tone of just being fun as I really love Wolfpack. Yes. Yeah. Volpeck yes. fucking rocks. It's a they fucking just, name. Too. They, yeah. They just like it matches it of it's like kind of hard. You hear it once and you're like, what the fuck did you say to me? Did yeah. You say Volpeck? Is that the and sound it,
2: you make when you pull
0: your zipper up
2: on a poofed up jacket? a windbreaker? That's it. Volpeck? <laughs> <laughs>
0: uh, I love their music, man. It's just some smooth shit. It's just they, they have fun. There's one video I love on their YouTube channel where um, I don't know the guy's name. It's Antoine something, I think um where they made some songs with this one singer that would do a couple of songs with them and then this recently like I, th- I don't know if he's a main part of the band. I don't know enough about him. But, like, they make more songs with him now. And when they were on tour, they did, like, a tutorial for, like, to make a certain type of salad. And they just, like, had him sing out every single thing oh, for I it. Like, it's, it. it's it's really great. There's this
2: one guy who sings with um, – and I think he's done a few,
0: a few different
2: – I'm, like, away from the microphone. Like, I've, I've produced four different podcasts <laughs> that are currently running. <laughs> um, I, can't remember, I can't remember which – Songs he does, but he has the most gorgeous voice in the entire
0: fucking world. For Volpeck, for Volpec, yeah, he has
2: that um, I said, oh, "Wait
0: for that's the him." Moment. Yeah, wait for the Moment's oh, One of my favorite my songs God. of all time. Really, yeah. wait, Why wait for the moment. The I'll look up his name. He, we deserve to mention his name. <laughs> that song, actually, I um. Started listening to Wolfpack my first summer of working that concession stand in the summers, and I would get out when the sun was setting. Mm-hmm. So I just like for three years was like, all right, I'm out of work, time to listen to Wait for the Moment as I drive home, and it was really nice because it's it was so chill. Man, be a man. bunch of work. What are you banging lately in terms of Musica?
2: Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I've been listening to a lot of uh, Bad Sons. I don't know if you guys have heard mm-hmm.
0: them. Good. Fucking familiar, good, dude. They're like S O N
2: S or S U N S? S U N S. Let me. See, at my spoofy, have to look at my Spotify playlist to see. <laughs> you
1: fucking just call it spoofy. You don't yeah, brush son. past it. Let me check my spoofy. Let's
2: look through the spoofy and see what's been going yeah, on in my his, head lately.
0: His name is Antoine Stanley, and he's <laughs> oh, fucking incredible. The his most voice is beautiful so beautiful.
2: Voice. Oh my god,
0: it is fucking butter. It is listen, is sixteen twelve. That's a great fucking <clears throat> song.
1: Which which one? The order. It's it's sixteen twelve.
0: Like, it's it's called. <laughs> it's just called sixteen twelve, and he just kind of fucks around. Like I'm sure I don't know if it was one. Six, one two. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. The yeah one. That's the, I yeah, love yeah. that one. Yeah, that one's oh, so good. And then he's got um. Uh, oh fuck! What's the one about baseball? Um. Oh shit! I know this. It, it's one for one, DiMaggio. That's it. How's it go? Uh, I fucking. Dumb. <ambitious singing>
1: <Don't. pir mierly> <scoff ages> that's not it <laughs> look at me I could be Santa Field is it that one? no <laughs> I think that's by, <laughs> K- by Kenny Loggins <laughs> does <laughs> no one know that song though? <laughs> Center Field? I had no idea where you were going damn it Kenny
2: counten- Loggins has one of the best songs of all fucking time what though. is it?
1: Give me a second. <laughs> I can't remember the name. Centerfield. I'm looking I want songs. It is, oh, it's John Fogerty. I was wrong.
2: Oh, dude, no, Kenny Loggins. Very genuinely, not a bit. Uh, one of the best songs. Give me a. I can't. Nope,
0: we, can, we, can't a we can't do that. We can't do that.
2: Oh, Tony, add r-
1: slurs over that.
2: Wait, wait. Oh, this is gonna fucking kill me because it's get to the point where. I'm taking too long to find or it. Or where the time doesn't justify that. Yeah, <laughs> we lose interest the, the longer I take to find it. I remember, here it is. Okay, it's, it's um oh, fucking, nobody's fool. Nobody's fool. Hold on.
1: Hum it or sing it Wait, or something. Wait, cut
2: this part out, because I'm going to listen to it for a second. Cut and cut we're it. back from Jamie listening to
0: fucking <laughs> copyrighted music. You <He> got <laughs> the Kenny song down wrong. <laughs> down the,
2: Kenny Loggins is the French kiss
1: of songwriters. <laughs> So fucking good, dude. He's wrote. He did a lot of like movie soundtracks too, didn't he? Like with big, like hit yeah. songs. Eddie shag my man. That's nuts. Does that still happen? Where it's like, because I'm thinking back really to like that. Kenny Loggins and like Huey Lewis in the news, where it's like their songs were like blowing up with the movies and shit. I don't know. Yeah, Does that happen. Don't
2: do theme songs anymore. They're afraid to be goofy about it. You know, it's like gummy bears. Fucking, that's the best theme song of all time. Gummy Bears is the best theme song. You can't fight me on that. Gummy Bears is the best theme
0: song of all fucking time. <laughs> Crazy Frog exists, guys. I don't know. It's not even a theme song. Gummy <laughs>
2: Bears bouncing here
0: and there I and didn't even know. Is that a bear. show? Yeah.
1: Because yeah. I remember that like Gummy Bear song. That was an early viral video that shitty 3D animated like Green Gummy Bear.
2: Yes, dude. Remember that? That had the, um, the lead singer of the Aquabats was one of those one of the Gummy Bears. Another... Fucking great band name. That was that is a good one. Aquabats. Yeah, the Aquabats are fucking great. That was a ska band too. They're not really ska anymore. They kind of do. They kind of do some weird shit now. They invent. They they're behind Yo Gabba Gabba.
1: You're <laughs> saying this as if it's all common knowledge. You know, yo-gabba-gabba. <laughs> that's I do know that the, the info <laughs> that's going on. Oh, my God, here. it's Those the guys, Aquabats. I am dropping from some fucking ska <laughs> trivia on you motherfuckers. <laughs> when you were in the ska band, did you? And please say yes. Um, And if you didn't, please say yes anyway. I stole that bit from Family Guy. But did you ever play the AFV theme song? da 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 Oh, and
0: then it goes, uh, <laughs> And that's just Tom Bergeron. Oh, welcome back, everybody. <laughs> that's my favorite. That's that's so so
1: easy
2: to I'm having so much fun. Do <laughs> you actually that know That is it, though. That's Dude, it. I do know it. That's oh. all. I'm just watching it. <laughs>
1: Well, then I played right. the song.
2: No, dude, you know what the best ska song is? And they're Watch not that. even ska anymore, but Goldfinger did that fucking song from Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 2, Superman. So here I am, doing everything I can. You know that song? Mm-mm. And I do what I am. Pretending I'm a Superman.
1: That's the best fucking. It sounded uh, cool though. Tony yeah. Hawk had some fucking banging yeah, dude. soundtracks too. Mm. G- g- g-
2: yeah, Goldfinger had like one ska album, and they're still labeled as ska, I think. But that was a good fucking album. Holy shit, that was good. Yeah.
1: Hangups. Do one of my favorite songs ever I got from a Tony Hawk. Uh, Underground One. It's uh, "Imaginary Places" by Bus Driver. How'd it go? I'm just here to hold your hand when you die. It's one of those, like, hella fast, like, I just use hella, kill me. I would like one of those really fast wraps n- on. NorCal. You're no. speaking real NorCal right now. Let's Welcome. go get some cold brew coffee
0: and sit. <laughs> and sit. <laughs> and
2: just sit. It's what we do out here. It's just a coastal thing. <laughs> uh, I call my friend Trish, even though her name is Patricia.
0: Catricia. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway <laughs> <laughs> All right, boys on that note. Well fellas, I um, tell you what. We're nearing closing out. Well, first I just want to thank you, Jamie, for being on and for making this podcast possible. You're genuinely f- one of my favorite people ever. And you I guys love are genuinely
2: you. one of my favorite peoples ever. Because I I am very on the top I'm go. very grateful for your friendships. It's honestly. Nice and moment. I'm not going to take that back when we stop recording. This isn't just for show.
0: You say that and that makes me you think haven't you're haven't paid do me thirty
2: five dollars for me to say this. We're uh, paying him. both of you between the two of you both paying both of you paying me $35 I'm leaving with $70 total because
0: oh I'm oh not, so no no I I'm know, know what you're not, talking about yeah. not getting paid because you you asked about getting paid $70 and then Gus was like I'll cover Eddie's cut and I was like oh dude so generous so then Gus is gonna pay you $70 and we're done with the podcast yep so that, thank you for your friendship Gus you have anything to say no. He's going to pay $70. <laughs> for the all right. Jamie, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Jamie,
1: where can we find
0: you? Everybody all right. can find me on all
2: the internet on uh, Mick at J-A-L-L-E-N-M-C. I have a website called jamesallinmcune.com. It is a fucking mess.
1: That's the way <laughs> I like it. Link's in the description down below. Go check um, out Jamie. Uh,
2: James. You also see me on the Sugar Pine 7 most days of the week. I'm sorry. I'm better than this. I swear to God, I'm not. Um, And there's
1: something else. Oh, we were talking about. I don't know if this is going to be cool for me to announce. You know, we can say, we can do a tentative announcement. And if you can't announce it yet, that's when at this point in the podcast, we'll say, Tony, cut this out if we give you word later. And Tony, if it's not cut out, you got to put like air horns and effects on the screen.
2: Special announcement tentatively.
1: He's not gonna uh, do, do some that.
0: I know maybe. he's my brother. He's not gonna do that. Guilty, I trust what's him your, to. Do it.
1: What's your tentative project that's definitely coming out, but is tentatively secret still? It's not a big deal. <laughs> it genuinely isn't. It's Dude, like, it is a fucking big deal. It's, it's, well, it's cool. I don't wanna as make hell. a big deal about it because I've I've like done I've
2: done shit where it's been like oh my god I can't wait to watch it and then it's like it's actually like one or two scenes. It's really not that not that I don't wanna overblow it. I'm very excited though. I got to do an episode of How to Get Away with Murder mm-hmm. uh, with good old Viola Davis, and I had a real fucking good time. And it's the second episode of the new season coming out on I think September 27th. And, okay. Uh, yeah, I, got little, I had a little fun doing that. I Catch them
0: live. Tweet at them. I'm going to do it. Fun
2: making that uh, that little episode. It's really it's just just don't I don't want to overemphasize it because I, I I've done this in the past, but it's a lot of fun, and I'm very happy with how it went. I think. And then that's I got a, cool as hell. I'm in a video game. I don't think I can talk about that yet.
1: <laughs>
0: keep no. it in. Can
2: I'll you keep can it you in? Say, I won't you can say what it is. Say though, I'm in a video game. That's I'm, in a video game. Say that. I'm in a video game. I'm in a video game. You guys out.
1: those pretty good. Oh, <laughs> did a video
2: game. That's actually you. You asked me earlier what my favorite performance is. That's yeah. that. that. I'm so excited. Far, I feel oh like my God. performance in that video game is easily the best thing that I've done for me as far as I'm concerned. Fucking psych! I'm very proud of it.
1: Can we kill you in the game though? I can't say.
0: Can God I kill you in real it. life? I will do it. I'll okay.
2: can't say. Okay. All okay. right. Well, again, go
0: breaking all. I'd say let's all bust out our wallets, but Gus has got us covered for this one. Gus is rich. So everyone just bust out. Rich. Bust out those. How about Gus out those wallets? Get that seventy hey! bucks going. Good okay, job. I boys. think we
2: should all sing our sing a song on the way out. <laughs> Start us off. Start us off, Gus.
1: Can you hear? The prayer of the children.